68. I'm glad to have you all here and welcome if you're watching on the podcast replay or if you're watching on Rockfin. This is our first official Rockfin live stream. So very cool. We're rocking a whole 14 followers over there. So it's growing rapidly. <laughs> What's up out there? D Livers, I see you all there. Art Queen, EC Boxy, Bowler Bear. Uh, I'll be monitoring the DLive chat, the Rockfin chat, and the YouTube chat. So what's up there, Helen W? <clears throat> Hopefully uh, everything is uh, rolling along nicely there on YouTube. You can just, uh, you know, monitor that one as well. 3,333 followers on DLive, of course. That's because I'm um, hashtag Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> we have a lot to cover tonight. So let's go into uh, the intro as soon as I make sure that we're actually live on YouTube. So let me just do that real quick. It won't take very long. Because, you know, I got the notification right away on my phone, of course. Yes, we are. Very nice. People are just filtering in now. Okay, good. And I have the right live chat up. All right, nice. Let's start this off. There's a warning on... Of course there's a warning on me. <laughs> All right, crew. Let's begin. Would you rather defy your masters and live by the creed of pirates? Time comes, be ready, don't you hesitate There's nobody left in the world who could ever shake my faith Rolling me back, rolling this back, don't you see?
When the time comes, be ready. Don't you hesitate. There's nobody left in the world can ever shake my faith. As commander in the field, I'm exercising attack abort authority. Reason. Collateral both at primary and allied state of Pakistan will be too high. Repeat. The order is to abort. Yes, yes, I'm talking about. Negative, Talon 1. Tin Man will not abort. Tin Man will prosecute. That's an abort, EDI. Repeat. Return to formation. Return to formation, EDI. That's an order. Welcome all. If you're here, <clears throat> you're one of a band of misfit pirates on the internet, and you know it. <laughs> There's not many of us, but we're quite, quite devious, <laughs> and we're certainly despicable. We're the most feared, hated pirates on the entire internet. Why? Because we serve up the sauce, and if you're looking for that sauce, it's in the chat now. So dropping the show notes again. Here you go, show notes. And here's the show notes before we get into all the wonderful things that we've found in the digital sea as we deep dive again through all this data that we found in these treasure chests at the bottom of the digital sea. And by the bottom, I mean the very bottom. But of course, I've determined that the YouTube algorithm, the AI, the algorithms, they, uh, they're quite easily tricked by cat videos. Yep, 
Sure are. That's how we kept the last live stream up. And uh, I got another one for you. And just imagine apologizing for a cute little kitty cat. I would never imagine. You would never have to apologize for a kitty cat, right? Oh, wait, wait hold on. I already got the video loaded up. Here we go. Catterday segment. I used a submitted photo of a cat with an inappropriate name. I don't want to use the name here, but I never intended to hurt or offend anyone by using that picture that was actually just given to me. I understand my mistake and I am deeply sorry. And in the future, I will absolutely be more diligent with this content to ensure it never happens again. 15 degrees below zero right now. So certainly this is kind of weather for the cats. So we've got our Catterday night forecast for you now where we are featuring Kittler here, thanks to Debbie Alexander, and I think Kittler kind of looks like Charlie Brown. I did make a mistake. <laughs> oh no, Kittler! What? What? <laughs> this is gonna get us banned from YouTube again. We're supposed to be starting off with funny cat videos. And you give me Kittler? Cast for you now where we are featuring Kittler here thanks to Debbie Alexander. And I think Kittler kind of looks like Charlie Brown with a good I didn't make a mess. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Oh, Kittler. <laughs> <laughs> the Illuminati's most hated cat. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's let's reel it back in. This guy uh, is out there LARPing, and uh, he, he doesn't have a motorcycle, but he wants you to think that he does. <laughs> so let's just throw off the AI real quick. We're not going to talk about anything serious tonight. We're just going to watch funny videos that I found on the Internet. In case you're just watching or just listening on a uh, podcast and you're just watching the audio, <clears throat> that is a man on a moped with a trombone making a motorcycle sound. I hold him up. Here he comes. Why would you do this? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like what the hell i don't get it <laughs> all right now let's get into the actual show no more bike thieves on the back of non-stolen motorbikes i don't know <laughs> oh goodness anyways you can't watch this motorcycle and not laugh now the show is a podcast so some people have been asking me to turn the longer shows, which tonight is one of, into a podcast. So, voila. The STWT show is now a podcast. You can go see this. It's in the show notes. Um, I did it through Podbean. And then it goes out to, like, Apple and Spotify and the other podcasting services from there. So, from now on, if you want to just listen to the audio version of the podcast, there it is. Just look up Captain Frost 
on your uh, your whatever you're watching podcasts on. So <clears throat> there you go. And tonight's show will be a podcast. So at the end of tonight's show, I will download the audio and upload it as a podcast sometime tomorrow. Okay. And I'll keep monitoring the Rockfin chat. We haven't have any don't have anybody on there live yet, so you know, still still waiting for that the beginning to watch on the Rockfin thing. I don't know how you break into that that platform over there, but we are now live on Rockfin, so <clears throat> here's the uh Kamala confession that we've all been waiting for. <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught this, but this is why they've been doing the Biden stairs thing because they caught Kamala saying this on the runway and then they had to do the Biden stairs fall thing to distract everyone from what she admitted to here. <laughs> Have you slept with married men today, Kamala? Uh, um not today. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. <laughs> have you slept with married men today, Kamala? Uh, um, not, not today. today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have before, oh, yeah. and I'm sure I will again. We know. Have you slept with... We know. <laughs> Anyways, that's your uh, actual president right there. So, you know, they're running all types of psyops to keep her from... Uh... <laughs> Keep her admissions from the air. This is how to steal an election. I, did I say that? No, I didn't say that. That was when Trump did it. Trump bad, YouTube AI. Trump bad. <laughs> Isn't that right, Uncle Algorithm? <laughs> like, seriously. So how to steal an election. It's worth one minute of your time. Let's see. Start with a virus. Import it into America. Talk about it nonstop. Call some governors. Not them. Not them. That's you guys. Put patients into nursing homes. Kill thousands. Blame the president. Keep blaming. Blame some more. Lock down small business. Kill the economy. Push mail-in voting. Stoke a race war. Call for riots. Pick a candidate. No, not her. Yeah, that's more like it. Lock him in his basement. Shield him from the press. Don't cover this. Don't cover this. Don't cover this. Keep doing that. Ignore the economic recovery. Downplay the world peace. Pump the pause. Pump. Pump. Don't stop pumping. Install your software in swing states. That was fast. Take control of polling stations. Call off the election when you're losing. Kick everyone out. Pull out all the extra ballots. Get the software to do its thing. Get the media to say it's over. Call the big tech guys. Ban anyone who notices. Act like the whole thing never happened. Stealing the most powerful republic in the world. It's that easy. Yep. <clears throat> That's exactly what happened. They fortified it. 100% fortified. And, you know, obviously any claims of election fraud is disputed. And those types of tweets are mean-spirited hateful white supremacy and dangerous to uh all democracies <laughs> the corona chant is over 
Paints face and hair like the Joker, goes to South Beach, climbs up on a car, the American flag, screams, fucking COVID is over, baby, and makes it rain. Why? Because hashtag Miami. <laughs> Look at this guy. This is uh, my favorite Corona Chan is over guy so far. Fucking COVID is over, man! COVID is over, baby! Fuck yeah! Awesome. He just threw out all his Biden money. Hey, that was more fun than when I did at the casino. Like, shit. <laughs> at least he didn't have to wear a mask while doing it. <laughs> epic. Absolutely epic. How the media covers the Democrats. <laughs> Here we go. Oh! Nailed it. Great job. <laughs> well, I made it. Well, if you want to come out and have a good... Here we go. So, in case you're just listening to the podcast, this lady shoots the ball and completely misses, yet they pretend like it went in anyways. Because that's how they cover. That's how they cover the Democrats. <laughs> oh! Wow! What a shot! <laughs> well, I made it. Well, if you want to come out and have a good, here we go. <laughs> oh! Oh! Wow! What a! Sh I mean, it's just fantastic. <laughs> It, the border is all Trump's fault. Everything happening at the border is Donald Trump's fault because he's a racist. <laughs> if it wasn't for Donald Trump, the border would be just fine right now. Fuck you guys. How dare you say anything else? Of course it's the white supremacist's fault. If it wasn't for white supremacists being in America, they wouldn't be trying to flood America with Mexicans. <laughs> of course. Why do you think the Mexicans all want to come here? It's because we have the best white supremacists in the world. <laughs> we got one. We got, we even have black white supremacists. Look at Bowler Bear. He's like, yo, I'm half black, but I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> How to stop bigotry. This is great. This is the best thing, you know, this is the best way to do it because this wouldn't make the problem worse or anything. This is definitely what society should do is just ban people. And what send is it, them, Doc? How bad is it? Send them out to the fringes of society because that will make people better. Like, don't allow people to express their opinion. Make them well it up inside and build up all types of anger. <laughs> God forbid they go to 4chan and vent anonymously no 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 no. they're gonna build up their anger inside so that they can't ever vent it out and then if they do ever say anything ban them from society and make it five times worse <laughs> so after looking at your social media accounts i'm afraid that you've been diagnosed with bigotry i, I, I don't understand there's i made one joke i don't think i'm racist i'm gonna start by prescribing you being removed from all platforms and then we're just gonna take it day by day 
And like seriously, like I, I've had people come up to me and be like, dude, someone told me that like you said something super racist on social media. And I'm like, what? What did I say? And they're always like, well, you know, they saw this. And, like, I go and look at it. I'm like, what's racist about that? And they're always like, well, you know, my my family member, this or that, took it the wrong way. And it's just like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> so, like, half the people in my family, including, like, you know, my immediate family, are all like, Oh my god, you're the worst. <laughs> so, it's just crazy. Like, society is so brainwashed that if you speak the truth in any way, shape, or form, all of a sudden you're super racist. It's ridiculous. Like, if you support Donald Trump, you're now a white supremacist. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but the only way to cure the wrong opinions is to have them excommunicated to the fringes of society. What the hell? I can't even log into Twitter. Where the anger from having your life ruined mixed with society's overreaction to a minimal offense will, by my research, cause them to be a more accepting person. You're gonna need full ostracization to beat this. Does seem like he's still a bigot, so hopefully getting him fired is gonna take this to the next level. Arby's? Yeah, just letting you know that you have a white supremacist working for you. No, this is his doctor. He's gonna be fired from my job now? So I have your girlfriend on the phone and there's something she'd like to say to you. Hey, honey. I'm just calling to tell you that I'm formally denouncing you and breaking up with you. What? Breaking? Why? You know, isolation is the only path forward. <gasps> it was just one joke. You know, sort of the same principle as how when you put people in jail for small non-violent crimes, they usually come out cured and also <laughs> less racist. So right now we're trying to contact his landlord, have him evicted here. If it, where am I supposed to live? Do you want to cure your problematic thinking or not? Yes. Yes. Okay, this always works. Or so I've been told. I mean, I kind of just usually move on to the next patient. Pissed off, if anything. Nobody's answering my questions. Uh, oh, yes, his questions. March 3rd, in a private chat, he said, Is it possible there's less women engineers because women don't want to be engineers? Sorry. These guys are funny, but like... I don't know. <clears throat> the whole thing is like a little too Hollywood and a little too produced for me. It's just, I don't know. I like them, but yeah, they're okay. Let's <laughs> just leave it at that. Still funny though, the first, especially the first time you watch that. Very funny. <clears throat> this is what cancer culture missed, of course. You know, they're totally okay with everything else, but this right here is like fine. All this shit with Marina Abramovich, you know, all the spear cooking parties, all that nonsense was all totally fine. Meanwhile, you know, Dr. Seuss books. Like, compare Marina Abramovich to Dr. Seuss. Which is worse? Which, which one of these uh, things do you think society should have canceled? Hollywood spirit cooking... They're weird, creepy, pedophile cults. Or, you know, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's just unbelievable. Like, if you could see what I'm looking at on the screen, you'd be like, yeah, of course. That's the most disgusting, decrepit stuff in the history of the planet. 
Of course, that didn't get canceled in our modern day society where they cancel like things that are actually like, you know, good for kids, but they they want to get rid of uh, nothing like this. They want to just have like the most horrifying crap ever in society. Satan's so woke. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't cancel, you know, woke Satan. <laughs> Unless Jesus Christ comes back, then I guess he cancels them, like, permanently, right? So I guess we are, like, the ultimate cancel culture. Like, cr Christians are the ultimate cancel culture. Because eventually our God comes back and cancels all of this shit. <laughs> I think that's what we're angry about. We're just mad that they're getting stuff canceled that they don't like, and we have to wait. <laughs> We're like, come on, come back now, just cancel all of them. <laughs> Throw them into the lake of fire, now. <laughs> uh, every YouTuber that covered Pizzagate, so moving on. <clears throat> Every uh, YouTuber that covered Pizzagate had their channel deleted or they were trolled relentlessly into quitting. So if you think about it, like I went back and looked, like if you think about like what were the big names that covered, oh shit, I said the uh, the PG word on uh, Demtube. <clears throat> well, getting back to uh, that completely fake news, uh, if uh, we talk about Pie Fence... Every one of the major pie fence, uh, you know, researchers were wiped out on YouTube. Every last one of us, every last one of us lost their channels or were trolled out of the game or were disingenuous people that just left. So, I mean, really think about it. How many of the big time YouTubers that covered pie fence are still making videos? Mouthy Buddha is a newcomer. Mouthy Buddha came along way after Pie Fence. Like, Mouthy Buddha came along in, like, what, 2019 or something like that? I don't consider him one of the uh, Pie Fence OGs. He was not there making videos at the time that that all broke. I'm talking about when Pie Fence broke like David Seaman. Do you guys remember him? Uh, who else was there? There was me. There was uh, Random Rants of Ryan, who still makes videos, but not on YouTube. There was <clears throat> the Honey Bee, and she's just, like, up and gone. Like, her and that, uh, the last, uh, the Liberty Columnist. Remember him? Her and the Liberty Columnist just, like, took a bunch of money people gave them and vanished, as far as I know. Um, they were supposed to make, like, some big documentary that never came out. <clears throat> and uh, who else was there? There was Jamie Deluxe, who just lost his channel. You know, he just got wiped out on YouTube with censorship. Right? <clears throat> He was one of the uh, the Pie Fence OGs, and he just got his channel deleted permanently. Isn't that strange? Like, seriously, if you think about it, every last one of us, like, I had all my channels deleted. I'm on my fifth YouTube channel now. 
Most people in my like position didn't even stay around that long. They uh, like trolled that uh, really graceful girl. Remember her? She remember she used to make pie fence videos, and then she took all of her videos down because she got trolled into basically removing them. So she was like, "Oh, to save my YouTube channel, I'll just take all those down." So I mean, she based that she's another one that got taken out. You know, and I guarantee you, if you like, were like, look at this evidence again, she'd have to be like, yeah, of course it's real. <laughs> like, are you serious? It, like, it's just, uh, it's crazy. Every last one of the people, like, even Ben Swan was gone for like a while, and he's back, but he hasn't touched on that. Like, his, you ever seen him touch on Pie Fence since his disappearance, and then he came back to the scene? Not once has he gone back to that. Not one time. Robert David Steele. Robert did was he one of the big pie fence guys at the beginning? I don't even I don't remember ever seeing his research as like part of like the big vote posts or anything. <clears throat> like when people were actually in the like you know, the research things. I don't remember ever seeing. Oh, yeah. 4chan is, like, obviously the best there, Dave Murphy. It's just interesting. The Space Cowboys. We've got Space Cowboys. We've got Space Pirates. we got Viking Pirates. we got Pirate Pirates. we got Captain of the Pirates. <laughs> we got all types of shit on our side. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get uh, quite interesting. We have uh, dragons out there. there. You know, there's the old hive. There's all types of uh, different interesting groups we had we know some of the old adon guys like it's just the you know the lizard squad guys there's so many different like hacking groups out there that i'm still connected to they don't all watch my shows but they all are connected to me still uh via various social media things so <clears throat> What about T? Who's T? Pierre Palm. It's the alpha in the room, yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to kind of point that out. It was just sort of like an interesting revelation I had when I saw this. Uh, so, Jamie Deluxe. So, wow, the video about Dr. Um, Pi... And the video about the ex-Disney VP, you know, uh, wizard molesters are considered cyberbullying on ThemTube. But out of kindness of their hearts, they didn't strike me since I'm already struck out for two weeks. And this was like right before they deleted him permanently. So <clears throat> they gave him this and then like a couple days later I saw him being like, yep, my channel's gone. And they hit them again with something else. Like, once you're on their list for that type of stuff, like, they just come and wipe you out. 
Like there is no surviving. Uh, that's why you have to be super duper careful when talking about these subjects because it works through artificial intelligence. It's not like some person coming in. It's not like the Rothschilds are going to sit there and watch your videos and be like, oh, he said the wrong thing about Israel. <laughs> We're going to get him. That's not how it works. <laughs> okay? Like, what happens is some little grabbler that's watching your video sees something they don't like, and they hit the flag button on the video. Okay? <clears throat> and then the artificial intelligence comes along and reviews it based on the words, the transcript that it pulls out of your video, which is the same thing they use for closed captioning. So as long as you're constantly using coded language, they will never, ever, ever pick up on your video and take it down. They'll be like, oh, it's a false report. You didn't say anything in here that breaks any of our like phrase artificial intelligence like things. Because that's all it looks for. It just looks for certain phrases. If you say any of those things, it's going to take your video out. So as long as you're using coded language, I'm pretty sure it won't pick up on it. And as long as everyone is using different coded language, and we all <clears throat> use stuff that makes sense, like magic wizard potions for the uh, V to the A to the C to the C to the I to the N to the E, you know what I'm saying? then the uh, system won't be able to pick up on it, but human beings will. Uh, the precursor is a little late for the cast off. That's okay. You can watch the replay as always and see the beginning. <clears throat> Definitely worth going back and seeing the beginning of the show. It was hilarious. So you can see here, they took him down for that. And then shortly, a couple days later, well, they took me down completely at YouTube creators over reporting the, you know, the wizards. Hi, Deluxe Nation. We reviewed your content and found that you are... The worst. <laughs> You're just the absolute worst. Get off my platform. Don't ever make videos again, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, how dare you call out these evil... Like, let the evil sick fucks just be evil sick fucks, you son of a bitch. How dare you say evil, bad things about them. And make it interesting and get lots of people to talk about it. How dare you. He had just hit, like, he was just doing a live stream. And he was just like, yay, I hit 75,000 on YouTube. And he was doing, like, a celebration live stream. I was like, don't do that. Don't do that because the trolls will see that and start flagging all your videos in mass again. And then that will trigger the AI to use the new... That's the thing, like, <clears throat> the AI, it, the, the hard part is... AI will go, if someone goes to one of your old videos and flags that, then the AI will go back and review that with the new guidelines. So, like, the AI's guidelines are always changing, but your videos are not. So, your coded language not only has to work now, but it has to work, like, in a year from now, in two years from now, or you have to start taking videos down in advance. 
Like, because every time they change the guidelines, if someone goes back and reports an old video, they can go and just use the, it'll trigger the AI to review it again. And if there's new guidelines, then your video goes down. It's absolutely insane. <clears throat> and I, I just knew, I was like, dude, if you're doing a video where you're celebrating hitting 75K, all of the people that hate us for exposing pie fence, all the people they paid, all the paid trolls, all the, you mean, you, you mean seriously tell me like you don't believe that some of the trolls that came after us for all that time weren't getting paid by people? Like, come on, we all know they were. <laughs> we can't prove it, of course. But deep down inside, my intuition says, yes, they were organized and paid. And now that we've all been wiped out, they all just happen to disappear. Right, right. And uh, Deluxe was like celebrating. And I was just like, dude, I, I told him in the live chat and he, we laughed about it. But I was like, they're going to come for you and uh, they're going to, you know, flag your fucking shit. And then the AI is going to come and anything you have up that's old, like shit, like the Dr. Pie video is going to get removed because that proves we were, especially like the Dr. Pie one, that proves we were 100% right about the symbols and stuff regarding Pie Fence. Like that whole arrest and everything that took place there. If you look into the details of that, he admits everything about like what we were saying about those codes and like how the, uh, you know, the sickos use those. So. <clears throat> Anyways, the last American Vagabond also got wiped out. Um, he got wiped out on Twitter and got wiped out on YouTube. And all these guys just keep getting crushed. Like all these people we've done shows with, people I've promoted, uh, people that have promoted me. Every last one of us that thinks like a legitimate truther like T-Lav, like I've always liked T-Lav's work is just getting like fucking wiped out like they're just censoring the shit out of all of us like it's absolutely insane it's so hard to even keep up with who got hit by what but in the show notes you'll find t-lab's new themtube channel so if you want to watch t-lab on themtube or you want to watch uh uh jay deluxe he's on rockfin now so and i think he has a new youtube channel uh, up as well but it's just absolutely unbelievable meanwhile here's what the people think of mainstream media and this is a big part so like what happens with all of us getting censored and why this keeps happening is <clears throat> the average people are flooding to people like the last american vagabond who's doing a way better job than mainstream media <laughs> and because of that we're growing. People like him, he was growing rapidly too. Him and Jamie Deluxe are like, their channels are experiencing massive growth. And they get wiped out because the mainstream media, which is their competition, can't compete. You know, they tried to compete and then they had YouTube fix the algorithms so that all of the mainstream media guys would be at the top of search results for every like if you go to youtube and type in any news subject all of the top search results are all mainstream media and they still couldn't compete like even with that they still couldn't compete against people like t lab and jamie deluxe 
and you know other content creators specifically those two because they just got hit like really bad with censorship and it's just like unbelievable like so okay you can't compete so you tried and then you tried to cheat by having youtube change all the algorithms in your favor and that's that still wasn't enough like still that you you demonetized all of us and then you have them tweak the algorithms so that like msnbc is always in the top of the search results and all of that wasn't enough now you're just like giving up throwing in the towel flipping the table over and going just delete their channels because you can't win mainstream media can't win Mainstream Whitney Webb got booted off Patreon too. Yeah, and she's a great researcher. And it's just un, it's un, like this is why I'm getting rid of Patreon. Patreon thinks it's okay to delete someone like <clears throat> Whitney Webb or Owen Benjamin or whoever. And I don't care. There's lots of people who watch my show that hate Owen. I like Owen. He's not everyone's cup of tea. I understand that. <coughs> but it doesn't matter. If he's your cup of tea or not, you know, <laughs> he's Gary and Terry's cup of tea, that's for sure. But uh, it doesn't matter. Like, they should be allowed to say their thing. And Patreon, they support some of the most decrepit pornography producers on the planet. There's like all these complete sickos that make disgusting pornography that are Patreon supported. Like, they're Patreon creators. So people go to their Patreon and pay them through Patreon for pornography and for access to like more disgusting behind the paywall pornography on Patreon, which is unfucking believable that they're allowed to do that shit. But oh, you say a couple bad words? Like what did Whitney Webb do? Research? <laughs> you do too much research and you get kicked like you get kicked off for that because <laughs> the mainstream media can't compete so patreon's not allowing people to use their service this is why i'm on rockfin this is why we're getting rid of patreon and moving over to rockfin let's go is there any there's three people watching on rockfin right now what's up to all three of you out there welcome to the broadcast on rockfin We'll be slowly growing over there soon. <clears throat> so, you know, you can't like, you know, and whatever. I'm sure I'll lose money in the like short term by getting off Patreon and moving the Rockfin. But in the long run, it'll make me feel a lot better. Like the, the morality problem of staying on something like Patreon with what's going on. It's just not worth it. So before the end of the month, before everyone gets charged on Patreon, the Patreon account will close. So no one's getting charged this month at the end of the month or whatever. So they do it on, what, the first? So I'm just going to keep using Patreon to direct people over to Rockfin. And then <clears throat> on, like, the 30th, I'll delete the account so that nobody gets charged. <coughs> And Rockfin's cool because it's like a uh, Netflix for people. So, like, if you want to watch my content and support me and you donate to me on Rockfin the way you would have been doing on Patreon, 
you also get the premium access to like Jason Burmis, The Last American Vagabond, Jamie Deluxe. Like it's like a Netflix for truthers. It's a really cool idea. And like if someone joins Rockfin and joins to watch Jamie Deluxe, but also watches a lot of my content, then I get like monetization from that as well. And it supports the platform. So it just helps grow the platform. I think it's a brilliant idea. <clears throat> and it's better than Patreon because Patreon, you're just like paying to like give me money to like tip me for the work I do. With the uh, Rockfin thing, you're getting like premium access to like all types of, you know, stuff from content creators that a lot of you guys probably watch anyways. So. <clears throat> and it seems to be censorship free. Like, I talked to the uh, the guy on the phone, and, uh, well, I mean, he, he didn't know what the ADL was, but, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe when they see the letter, they'll just laugh at it then. Because everyone else seems to quiver and take it up the anus as soon as they get a letter from those guys. So, anyways, here's the uh, mainstream media that can't compete, and this is what the people think about them. Like, this is just real. This is why they're censoring everybody, because they cannot compete. Sorry, the video's loading. Here you go. Fuck off BBC, mate. No, thank you. Fuck off BBC. Okay? <laughs> and this is how people feel about all mainstream media. Like, even, <clears throat> like, really far-left brainwashed people still don't trust the mainstream media. <laughs> Polar Bear's like, Rockfin about to find out about the ADL. Yeah, once, I, once I'm over there, the ADL's going to be like, what? He's resurfaced again? <laughs> He's at another, another harbor? <laughs> Send the <laughs> India trading ships over there with letters from the ADL immediately. <laughs> Anyways, another uh, safe place for us that has been for years and years and years has been in cryptocurrency because they don't shut you down from that. Like, they they banned me from PayPal, but they can't ban me from using cryptocurrency, okay? There's, like, no way to actually ban you from doing that. You just, like, have a wallet and, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's always an answer to the stupid grabbler's plans, and one of those answers those workarounds are decentralized cryptocurrencies not bitcoin bitcoin is you know bitcoin is like the nsa like centralized open public ledger but there's like way better cryptocurrencies out there like hive or steam and uh <clears throat> we've been holding for a year like i've been holding 
high than steam for a year and has been low with all this fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And why did you hold on to all those high crypto coins? You know, that type of stuff from the woman folk. But, you know, you just got to uh, ignore them and hold. Never, ever, ever sell your tokens. Just tune them out. Just tune them out. Hold. 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 Never sell. Because look. Look at Hive lately. On the year, up 211%. <laughs> and like... 24 hours, 12%, 7 days, 40%, 30 days, 80%. And I've been telling y'all for like, what, since the whole Wall Street bet things to get into Hive? That was, what, 30 days ago? This thing's up 80%. You're welcome. Steam it, the other one that I've been promoting for years and years and years. Over the past year, Steam it is back up 886.6%. <laughs> Over the past 30 days, 44%. So, FUD is fear, uncertainty, and doubt. That's what FUD stands for. It's when people are saying, oh, Bitcoin doesn't have any value. Oh, th there's nothing backing Bitcoin. It, it's just a bunch of numbers. <laughs> and you're like, what? Have you ever tried mining Bitcoin? <laughs> Do you have any idea, like, how much energy and power it takes to actually mine that shit? Like, it's not just based on nothing. Based on nothing is the Federal Reserve notes, okay? And that's why Bitcoin keeps going up in value, because Bitcoin's actually based on something. The Federal Reserve notes, they just keep printing out of thin air and being like, Oh, I'm going to charge you interest. Oh, you want more free money? You want more Biden checks? Oh, 3% interest on those. And you're like, what? I didn't say yes. And they're like, well, we got everyone else to. Cool, here's your check. Cool, it's in your bank. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, there, there are good cryptos and there are bad cryptos. XRP is a Federal Reserve you know, nightmare scenario. And that's the thing, like cryptos, uh, yeah, cryptos could be bad. They could be really, really bad. You could use cryptocurrency to enslave the world, but you could also use cryptocurrency to free the world. It just, it's a tool. Like you can't look at it like, oh, it's evil or it's, it's good or it's evil. No, you have to look at it as a tool. Like, do you look at a gun and go, oh, a gun is evil because it can kill people? It can be used to control a population. No, <laughs> right? You're like, a gun is a tool, right? At least reasonable people. You know, if you go to the, the restream, then you'll find <clears throat> lots of unreasonable reing people crying about guns. But <clears throat> cryptocurrency is very similar. It's just a tool. 
you can use decentralized cryptocurrencies that are private and you know anonymous like you know Monero and these other things to free people from the central banking cartel and you know stuff like Wall Street where they can shut down trading you can't shut down like Monero trading because people just go to decentralized exchanges and sell it there you can't stop people from trading person to person in the cryptocurrency so you know it is what it is it's a tool and hive is like one of the best ones steam it is also not terrible but it's uh controlled by justin sun and he's not pro uh free speech so if you want to make money you can make money on steam it but i would go with hive and hive.blog and you should all be following me on there and upvoting all the content it's where the show notes are stuff like that so you can earn this money for this cryptocurrency for free just by using hive every coin of hive i've ever made i've earned just by using the platform <clears throat> gun buyback and florida man so here you go you guys want to make a quick buck down in florida <laughs> check this out the boomstick 1776 this dude took some wood and strapped together some pipe with like i don't know maybe ten dollars worth of components he found inside his shed <laughs> and then he brought it and sold it for two hundred dollars each to the police at a gun buyback that's absolutely epic that's like that is so funny two hundred dollars per gun this dude's like yo i'm gonna build a bunch of guns for about ten dollars <laughs> and they he had to demonstrate that the guns work so like these things actually did have to fire but that's that's absolutely epic this is like the coolest shit i've ever seen florida man dude this is how you shouldn't be stealing copper out of the fucking your neighbor's house you should be making boom boom sticks and selling them to the police <laughs> 3d printers go burr yeah that's right imagine you had a 3d printer and like a printout for like a gun that you could make for like 20 bucks i'd print out like a thousand of them <laughs> and show up at the police at this thing i'd be like here's my guns <laughs> just like a truckload of 3d printed guns <laughs> but guys 200 dollars each <laughs> make six million of them this is an absolute business, just making like ridiculous guns and selling them to the police at these gun buybacks. <laughs> That's hilarious. So here you go. This is just a, a view back into the past. So back in the past, 800 years ago, you know, we had all this like uh, lack of technology and mankind was not at the peak of its existence and oh we're always progressing upwards and evolution means that mankind no it seems to me that like things are just getting worse like seems to me that uh nobody has any skills anymore seems to me that no one knows how to build anything anymore and that if you were to try to build something like this nine environmental groups would shut you down because oy vey and how dare you? 
and then if that didn't work, the cancel culture squad would come in and say that like half these statues have to be purple aliens because if not, you'll offend the purple aliens from Neptune when they show up in 10 years from now. Like it's just absolutely... <laughs> but no, seriously, like could we build something like this today? Could we build something like this cathedral that was built 800 years ago with all of our robotics, our artificial intelligence, our Wuhan butt swabs, all of it, with all of that nonsense, our, you know, drones that can bomb shit, like everything. No, I don't think we do. We don't have any skills anymore. Everyone is basically the people from the movie WALL-E. <clears throat> yeah, half these things have to be trans statues now. Well, I mean, that's kind of the weird thing. Like, the trans statues thing, Buller Bear has kind of always been a thing. The Illuminati have kind of always hidden, like, these trans figures in their statues, right? <clears throat> Knowledge should be free. We're living... We are warning universities and students about Sci-Hub, a series of websites that allows illegals uh, allows illegal access to millions of research papers. Sci-Hub obtains the papers through malicious means, such as phishing emails, to trick users into divulging their logins. <laughs> and then we get, and then we get the response from anonymous. Fuck you. <laughs> Knowledge and access to research papers should be free for every citizen, not kept in dusty halls, monopolized and sold by those who milk students of cash for the accumulated knowledge of humanity. Hashtag anonymous, rest in power, hashtag gorilla open access manifesto. And if you guys aren't aware of the Gorilla Open Access Manifesto, it was written by Aaron Swartz. And it was about how all this information should be free. And basically what Aaron Swartz did was he, you know, was downloading all these research papers that the universities only allow, like, their students access to. And then, like, other people have to pay, like, huge money for access to it. And if your university doesn't have said system you have to pay huge money for the papers in there and it's all ridiculous like a lot of these research papers are paid for by government grants like a lot of this stuff is paid for by the government and taxpayers who pay to do these research studies like like higher universities to run research studies okay <clears throat> and then they go out there and they're like oh you can't have access to that it's like what who paid for this? The taxpayers did. Why isn't it public? Oh, because this, you know, company, this huge company that stores all of these papers wants to keep it. So what Aaron Swartz did was he went in and was like, oh, you know, I'll just go ahead and as a student legally download every last one of the research papers because his university happened to have access legally to all the systems for free. <clears throat> And for downloading all those files, the FBI decided that they were going to try to ruin this kid's life and turn everyone in his life against him, throw 100 years in prison at him, and they uh, forced him into suicide. 
and he was like one of the smartest people like in our generation and built stuff like RSS feeds. If you know what that is, he's like a really smart kid and they killed him. So there's your FBI. That's what the FBI does. You know, they're still investigating the, uh, the siege at the Capitol <laughs> and they go after people like Aaron Swartz. Meanwhile, people like Jeffrey Epstein are hired as informants for the FBI. Right. The FBI targets small businesses and stuff, but allows the big multinational corporations to do whatever they want. And the other thing is, like, all these research papers should be made available to the public because the public needs to have access to this. Like, imagine for a second, like, some doctor is researching, like, you know, a cure for certain types of childhood cancer. And the information he needs to cure that disease is in some sort of research paper on one of these systems. But he can't get access to that information because, oh, it's, you know, it's so much money and he doesn't have it. Why should that information not be free when those studies are all paid for by taxpayers? The government pays for, like, almost all of these studies. It's, I go on and on and on forever. What they did to Aaron Swartz is like one of the things that like really pissed me off back in the day and got me going and like, you know, one of the reasons I was a huge supporter of Anonymous back in like the early 2000, like 11, 2012 air, like area. <clears throat> Biden stares. <laughs> so let's get into uh, you're a commander and a thief here. So if you guys saw this, but, you know, tragedy at the uh, <laughs> Air Force One here. <laughs> so it was windy. A cat did show up out of nowhere with a giant fan, which made it worse. So, I mean, that kind of explains it away. It could not be the dementia and the old age and the fact that he's not fit to run a taco stand, never mind the United States of America. None of those things. No, 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 no. It was the wind, as we saw here. <laughs> and yeah, that is a uh, Russian cat. So, And then there was, you know... This here, which triggered just about everyone in the history of mankind on the left, they're very, very upset about these memes here of Donald Trump hitting Joe Biden with golf balls. Trump at the ninth hole going for an eagle and booyah right to the bald eagle's head. And another one. Somebody pushed this man's life alert. You know, for a split second there, Joe's dementia disappeared, but reappeared on the third shot right here. The dementia goes away. He's like, whoa, where am I? Then the second shot happens, and it brings the dementia back. By the third shot, Joe is lost in space. Bump at the ninth hole, going for an eagle, and booyah right to the bald eagle's head. And another one. Somebody pushed this man's life alert. 
know for a split second there, Joe's dementia disappeared but reappeared on the third shot right here. The dementia goes away. He's like, whoa, where am I? Then the second shot happens and it brings the dementia back. By the third shot, Joe is lost in space. <laughs> By the third shot, Joe is lost in space. <laughs> so many there's so many funny memes and these guys came out which is uh, what is this freedom tunes they made they made a pretty funny one as well this one uh involves the uh soon to be president you know the what you call not president elect she's just like waiting in the and she's just waiting for joe she's like joe any moment now any moment <laughs> uh, and just so you know uh this is we have to fact check this so i watched the video a few times and i have to be honest it was rather windy you know but that's probably, if you really look at the airplane behind Joe there, it starts shaking before he falls. And it actually was an earthquake that caused them to fall. So I know we all want to laugh. Oh, ha, ha. Old man with dementia fell. The old pedophile fell. But no, it was an earthquake caused by Trump's global warming policies that led to the whole area just being shaken like crazy. So let's just fact check this and make sure that we got that right. <laughs> but then I looked into it more. And I looked into this a little bit deeper. And I say deeper because I'm alluding to what I'm getting to. It wasn't earthquakes caused by, you know, man bear pig. We all know that's total nonsense because like man bear pig is completely not real. So I went to the USGS seismological data center and I crossed it that with uh, the tunnel systems. And what I found when I looked at the seismic events from that day, it wasn't an earthquake caused by natural or man-made climate change. What it was was an earthquake caused by the explosions going on in the underground tunnels where QAnon soldiers are battling out with the New Wizard Order directly under Joe Biden here. So what happened was as Q's forces approached Joe Biden, they just had this epic explosion which shook the entire airplane and caused Joe Biden then to fall on the stairs. <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, the official explanation of what happened. I just wanted to fact check you all of that. It was a underground tunnel cue battle. 
<laughs> and a massive underground tunnel explosion that led to these stairs. As you can see, like they're trying to blame it, the cover story the media is running to keep us from knowing about the Q narrative is, <clears throat> of course, is that these guys' hats have not blown off their heads. Like, look, how, how could it be windy if none of these dudes' hats blew off their head? Do you not remember Captain America Trump? Donald Jamarcus Trump? Do you not remember him picking up the hat for the soldier on the windy day and handing it back to him? Proving thus he was America's greatest president of all time because he picked a hat off the ground and gave it back to a man that protects his life every day? How dare you question Donald Trump? <laughs> Moving on. And look, like when Trump had to ascend stairs back in the day, the anti-Q media decided to like, like, look how scared he is of stairs. He can barely make it down the stairs. You know, every time they could, they just took shots at him. They're like, look, he can't even get down these stairs. He's so scared. Ooh, chicken. They're like, CNN was literally at the bottom of the stairs being like, Pacock, you can't make it, Pacock. And Trump's like, yeah, I can. I totally can. I'll wear no mask. <laughs> he didn't salute the soldiers? Of course not. Why would Biden salute the soldiers if the earpiece got blown out by the wind? Right now, as he's walking up the stairs, there's a guy in the earpiece being like, I told you to salute. I told you to salute. Where are you going? <laughs> But then his other earpiece will chime in later. You know, all this stair talk, you know. There's people who can't actually do stairs. You know, this is Joe Biden right here. This is predicted. You know, they always we always talk about, like, how in the, uh, the films they predict this stuff. Like, I heard uh, Owen Benjamin was saying in The Princess Bride that uh, the guy says... Um, you can't trust people that wear masks. And then he says later in the film, like, you may think the mask thing is weird, but in the future, everyone will be wearing them. Like, okay, that's some uh, pretty uh, good predictive programming there out of Hollywood. Well, I got another one for you. <laughs> and this one I found on my own, okay? So this is the predictive programming for Biden not being able to get up the stairs and it comes from scary movie too so here we go
There you go. There's, there's Biden. There he goes. You can't get up those stairs. <laughs> so, and then, oh yeah, just so you know, we did get the breaking audio out of his earpiece during this event. So, there's another thing, like, the Russians hacked his earpiece, and they played a game on poor Joe. I mean, he's already had, you know, the salute the soldier thing, and he just said it instead of doing it. Now he's, they just got a little revenge on him for this one, you know? That's all that is. All right, Joey, up the stairs, but watch out for that sniper fire! No, no, get down, get down! They're still shooting, get down! I'm <laughs> just fucking with you. Get up, you dumb bastard. Head on up the stairs, turn around, salute the Marines, and do it this time, don't say it! Good boy, Joey, now get in the plane. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Joey, up the stairs, but watch out for that sniper fire! No, no, get down! Get down! They're still shooting! Get down! I'm <laughs> just fucking with you. Get up, you dumb bastard. Head on up the stairs, turn around, salute the Marines, and do it this time! Don't say it! Good boy, Joey, now get in the plane! <laughs> Jesus Christ! so pathetic <laughs> get up there and salute the soldiers now get in the plane <laughs> oh and here's kamala just looking at him like the fucking grim reaper over his shoulder like kamala like seriously like every time i see this bitch she's like looking at him like if i could stare him to death i would do it right now like <laughs> Her gaze through the back of his head must just, he must feel a burning sensation every time she's near. I would be like, telling this, if I was him, I'd be like, Secret Service, if you see her anywhere near any drink of mine, throw the drink out. <laughs> she's just staring right at him like she's going to kill him herself. If this was like a, you know, episode of Snapped, these would be the photos They'd show the audience, they'd be like, and we could have seen it coming if we just looked closer at the images. <laughs> she's like, like, like staring at him, she's gonna kill him. Look at this shit. <laughs> she's got her hands crossed. She's like, just holding back, holding her hands back from reaching a knife. Like, look at her. Look at the way she. You know, we thought Nancy, like, loved Trump because Nancy was giving these, like, longing gazes. At Donald Trump, like she wanted Donald Trump in the worst way possible. She just had this unsatiable love for Donald Trump. You could see it in Nancy Pelosi's eyes. Like she she just wants the Donald. Bad knee and all. Is that that's why he's got bad bad scare of the stairs? <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> this lady's got a different look in her face. This lady here, if you're just listening to the podcast. This lady is looking at Joe with the eyes of someone who's looking at someone they want to die. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. She couldn't be readier. She's waiting. They, they all know they couldn't get her elected because she's terrible. So they threw Potato Joe out there. 
and now they're just biding their time. She's just saying, look at her. This is the I'm biding my time face. <laughs> All right. She's a vulture. Yes, that's right. <coughs> F you, YouTube. She's literally a vulture. The death's there. So, shifting gears into the Epstein wizard ring that's running all of these people, Ghislaine Maxwell uh, is still supposedly in prison, even though we still have no mugshot of her. And she has put out a third bill. You know, thanks to shout out to EC Boxy for the, sh the uh, links for these show notes. <clears throat> third bill attempt for Ghislaine. 28.5 million in bonds, 9.5 million in real property, $550,000 in cash, asset monitoring by a federal judge, renunciation of British and French citizenship. Notice she did not include Israel or Terra Mar. Interesting, right? So I'll give up Britain and France. But I want to keep America, Israel, and Tara Mar. <laughs> Irrevocable written waivers of right to contest extradition. Surrender of all travel documents. Home confinement in New York City. Electronic GPS monitoring. In-resident third-party custodian. So begging, begging, begging for it big time. On premises, 24-7 private security to prevent Maxwell from leaving. Visitors to be pre-approved by pretrial services. Strict supervision. Such other items the court deems appropriate. Basically, do anything you want, just let me out of jail. Not going to happen. That's never, ever going to happen. Glenn Maxwell, you're never, ever, ever getting out of prison. So you might as well just get comfortable in there. If you're even in there, of course. I mean, this is all <clears throat> with that caveat that she's actually even in the damn place. <clears throat> So with all those things she's offered, which really isn't all that, it sounds like a lot, but she's got a lot more than $28 million. And she's a citizen of more than the countries that she's giving up. So she's really not giving up that much. It's just a big LARP to make it seem like it's a lot on her behalf, but it's not. And the government came out and was like, man, no. Thus, for substantially the same reasons that the court denied all the previous bail attempts, <laughs> the first and second motions for release, the court denies the defendant's third motion for release on bail. So her third release on bail attempt denied. <laughs> Attic, yeah, Attical, uh, 
Yeah, she she would be at the border, and if they let her out, she would be at the border picking out new victims. And if she's not in prison right now, that's where she is. Because the human child trafficking at the border is off the charts right now, thanks to the Biden administration. Of course, they'll blame it on Trump for some odd reason, but they are the ones currently in charge. So moving on, so I'm just getting back down to where we were in the show notes here. So the deadline for Epstein's uh, victims to file for the Epstein's victim fund is drawing close to an end. Uh, so if you know, you're one of the victims of the Epstein ring and you haven't filed yet, and you happen to be watching my broadcast, because I know a bunch of them followed me on Twitter and stuff like that, um, <clears throat> Well, make sure you file to try to get any money out of this thing because soon uh, it's going to come to an end and then you're not going to be able to file. And even if they don't pay out the way they should, you should still try to force them to, uh, you know, do so. Yeah, a lot of people think he's still alive, of course. A lot of people think Elaine Maxwell is like running down the beach with Seth Rich. Uh, I don't know if any of that is real or not, but I do know that his uh, birth certificate, or sorry, not birth, his uh, image is going to... Uh, <clears throat> this uh, this uh, Epstein fund is going to run out soon. Sorry, tired. Like, tripping over my words. Moving on. So, MoMA Leon Black... So as we've been saying forever, the art industry thing is like a massive connection. Yeah, not one photo of Ghislaine in prison. Not, you know, and we haven't had like a DNA proof from his autopsy of him being dead either. So there's like all types of questions about what is real with all of that. Obviously, Epstein did not kill himself. And the last, you know, image we have of Ghislaine Maxwell is from New Zealand from Pirates. So. MoMA braces for showdown over Epstein pal Leon Black. Pressure is building on private equity billionaire Leon Black to resign as chairman of the Museum of Modern Art ahead of a crucial board meeting next week. So this is the same thing we've been talking about forever, the art world industry connection, okay? Remember Marina Abramovich art world, the Sackler Gallery is in the art world, and the Sacklers are connected to the syndicate, and they were the ones bringing the opioids into the country, killing everyone with Oxycontin and all these other opioids. And they use the art world because in the art world, it's very, very easy to launder money and launder things because you can say a painting is worth anything you want or a sculpture is worth anything you want. And then you'd be like, oh, well, I want to pay you for X whatever. Well, buy this painting for that plus 20 bucks, you know? And then they just set the price to whatever they want. 
And <clears throat> speaking of the Epstein ring and the things that they have funded and what it's bringing forth on the world, here you have the Sophia robot. So the Sophia robot was built by Hanson Robotics, which was funded by Jeffrey Epstein money. Millions and millions of dollars went into Hanson Robotics from Epstein. And connected to all this is Bill Gates, of course. And now, Sophia is being built on a mass scale, which we'll get into later. But here, you can see she is involved in the art world, of course. And what is she doing? Making digital artwork NFTs. MoMA braces for showdown over Epstein pal Leon Black. And here, just came out, Sophia the Robot making artwork. Did you guys not see like the obvious connection here? And I have to give credit to all the people that continue to report and put pressure on Epstein ring because things like this keep happening because these people are actually under fire from everyone that's out there exposing this stuff. Leon Black quits Apollo months after earlier uh, months earlier than expected following the Jeffrey Epstein investment scandal. Apollo revealed in January that Black paid Epstein a hundred and fifty eight million for financial advice from 2012 to 2017 so this guy got a hundred and fifty eight million dollars from Jeffrey Epstein I mean it paid Jeffrey Epstein that money you I mean how many videos do you think Epstein had of Leon Black uh, you know it's just unbelievable. A hundred. He gave Epstein a hundred and fifty-eight million dollars, and he's not in prison right now. Another one that's stepping down, thanks to a lot of pressure being put on by the victims and other people. Leslie Wexner and Abigail Wexner are stepping down from the L Brands board. So these guys are all running and hiding as the fallout continues from the Epstein arrests, especially the Ghislaine Maxwell arrest, and I think from a lot of pressure that people in you know, our circles are putting on them. You know, we've talked a lot about Leslie Wexner over the uh, past like, couple of years, and uh, well, now he's resigning and running away. So. The positive, I guess. Now uh, we're going to get into uh, the border crisis. <clears throat> Hold on, I'm going to go grab some coffee so I can keep this thing rolling. So let's have uh, a little bit of music for you guys.
Get back into the show, mateys. Second half about to begin. I got myself some delicious, some delicious CBD coffee. See it in there? It is. It's from mydailychoice.com. Guys can head over here. This is uh, my website here. I'm literally drinking. I don't know which one it is. It's uh, <clears throat> stuff out of... Uh, High Life Travel, maybe? And uh, I have everything on here. Like, you guys can eat for, like, CBD stuff, so. 
guys want to go over there and check it out like the nice thing about it is it's not like the chinese made shit so like when you guys get stuff from here it actually has a thing on it and you can scan it to see what farm it came from and it's always something in america so you can see you're like actually supporting local american farmers by buying the cbd and you're supporting my stream as well as one of my sponsors and they have all different types of stuff so they've everything from like essential oils daily sprays they sent my wife like the shampoo that she uses I take the uh, the oils every day and like I left them when I went on the Montana trip and when I got back I was like happy to have it back it actually mellows me out and makes me feel like not like as on edge as I can be sometimes because a lot of times like you can ask my wife like I can get like a little you know I can't sit still type thing like I always have to be doing something and like that kind of like helps mellow me out a little bit so and like this coffee is good as shit it tastes good doesn't make you jittery or nothing i like it so gotta check it out it's definitely better than the shit you buy at like the gas stations and all that crap don't buy that crap buy the stuff from me or buy it from someone else that gets like the actual good american stuff but don't buy the cheap and don't think that you're getting cbd by smoking ganja you don't get it that way you have to like intake it by oil or like you know like through coffee and stuff like that so just give it a whirl go check it out it's mydailychoice.com slash captain frost if you're listening to the podcast or something okay mydailychoice.com slash captain frost all right go check it out everyone let's get back into the rest of the show <clears throat> here we have the border crisis that we all predicted I said as uh, we saw the outgoing administration, we saw Donald Trump go down to the border as one of his last acts as president. And everyone knew that this was coming because they just dismantled the border as quickly as possible. And they dismantled all of the policies that kept people from coming here illegally. All the DACA stuff, they just were like, oh, pff, get rid of that, you know. We'll just bring all that back. And all the illegals just flooded the border again like a huge amount of the the children migrants that come across the border are not coming across with their parents they're not coming across with a family member they're coming across with a non-family member which means they're being trafficked that's what's going on they're being kidnapped and then the coyotes and stuff bring the kids because they know if they get caught that the kids will help them get across so, like, they're stealing and kidnapping kids and dragging them up to the border so they can get across with other people and stuff. And Biden's allowing this to happen with the policy changes he made. Like, he's encouraging it. So, it's you could literally make the case, based on Biden's policies, that he is now enabling and allowing child trafficking across the southern border. <laughs> yeah, who knows how much they're offered for the kids that are occupied Dogtown once they're brought over the border. But it's one of the biggest problems. Why do you think Jeffrey Epstein had the Zorro Ranch right across the border with an airstrip attached to it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you think they were, what do you think that was for? 
It's strange the FBI never raided that property. <clears throat> yeah, good CBD is good for you. Thanks for pointing that out there, Bowler Bear. So, yeah, and of course Biden's, yeah, you know, we all know about Biden's groping of children. And he's, he's enabling child trafficking now across the southern border. Big, big shocker there, right? Although we would prefer independent press coverage, can yeah. you provide photos to show the public now so we can have more than relying on the congressional delegation? Well, we're working on independent press coverage. We believe that that should happen and that should be the case. And um, I don't pull the levers here. Um, I wish I was that all powerful. I am not. Um, but I can just reiterate our commitment to transparency. And I certainly hope to have an update for you very soon. Um, uh, but I can't give you a deadline on that. So she doesn't pull the powers there. Biden doesn't pull the, uh, the, power, the levers there. Who does pull the levers of power in the White House? Isn't that, isn't that the question? Isn't that the question that you'll never, ever answer there, Jen Psaki? We can answer it for you. Uh, to people that don't believe in God, they would say that uh, it's the grabblers that are, you know, manipulating things and running things. I would say that even behind them, there is this spiritual entity, this force that, uh, you know, Lucifer that is actually, you know, guiding and directing these people towards this, you know, end game plan that's his, of his design. Um, <clears throat> so, but it'll fail. Of course it'll fail. So. She doesn't pull the levers of power here. Of course not. And the question was, will you allow pictures from the detention center? And of course they're not going to allow pictures from the uh, detention center. And what's going on at the, at the border? Well, it's an absolute mess. Southwest border crossings on pace for highest levels in 20 years. Biden administration says border agents are encountering 565 unaccompanied migrant children crossing the border on average per day, up from 313 children per day last month. We're in pace to encounter more individuals on the southwest border than we have in the last 20 years. We're expelling most single adults and families we are not expelling unaccompanied children, Mallorca said in the statement addressing what he described as a difficult situation at the border. The surges create a backlog in border patrol stations with over 4,200 children in custody and 2,900 of those children being held over the 72-hour legal limit. The new figures are a record high, topping last week when they were real, nearly... Uh, uh, sorry, roughly 3,000 children in Border Patrol custody. <clears throat> FEMA, of course, is quickly building decompression centers. Oh, goody. What the fuck does that mean? 
in Dallas and Midland, Texas, to allow health and human services. The agency equipped to care for children before they are placed with sponsors to take more children out of the Border Patrol custody. So they've been sending these children to NASA. They've been sending them to FEMA. Are they, they going to just send these poor migrant children to every sketchy <laughs> agency they can think of? They're like, oh, yes, our next batch of children are getting shipped to the CIA. <laughs> like, what? The NSA, the NSA is going to handle the next batch of children. And it's interesting because that uh, documentary I shared, which was 100 Reasons Why the Israelites Were White, one of the things it was talked about in there is how the Bible predicted in the future all the lands that were inhabited by the tribes of Israel, the 13 tribes of Israel, would be flooded by migrants. And no other lands have really been flooded. Can you think of any other land that has been flooded by migrants other than the lands of like the white you know, tribes of Israel, if you will? which would be like the white people. Like, think about it. America's been drilled and Europe's been drilled by immigration. Has China been drilled? No, China exports people. Has uh, Russia been drilled? No, no, no. Has uh, any of the African countries been drilled by immigration? Like incoming immigration? <laughs> Not a chance in hell. Like any other country? No, it's just where the Bible predicted it would happen. Which is just another interesting, like, thing. <clears throat> Demon Spirit says Japan. I don't know. Is Japan experiencing massive immigration? From where? Isn't Japan, like, the most homogeneous society, like, in the world? They're just, like, not banging. That's a completely different problem. They're not having enough kids. So since the government won't let us see it, and no one else would let us see it, Project Veritas somehow snuck in there and got photos from inside this place. So this is what, uh, you know, the uh, kids in Nicholas... Uh, I'm on the ground in Donna, Texas. You want Nicholas uh, shelter-in-place facility cages... This is what it actually looks like. And let's turn this ear rape down from uh, Project Veritas here. Okay, there we go. Take a look at this facility right here. Tier left, that is the Border Patrol tent facility. Stands right behind me. Just a month ago, customs of Border Patrol agents completed the construction of that facility. It's a 165,000 square foot facility. And we have never seen images inside this facility before. They won't even allow the non-profit lawyers who conduct the actual oversight of these immigration detention centers to go inside. Nobody has seen photos inside of this place until now. Project Veritas has obtained never before seen photographs of what it actually looks like inside this facility. Shocking images showing people wrapped up in what looks like metal foil, laying on the ground, their faces covered. Why won't the administration be honest about this? Why won't they show you? Oh my God. They've turned them into burritos. They're going to eat all of them. This is how Soylent Green begins. One day they're sleeping. The next day they're a friggin' burrito. <laughs>
Like, seriously, like, what the fuck? Like, how, how are they explaining this with the corona lockdown? I don't see dots on the floor. Where, where are the dots? <laughs> they would be okay if they were all just wearing masks and dots. <laughs> Soylent burrito. That's what we're looking at here. It's Soylent burrito. That's what's going to happen to all these people. They're sending them off to FEMA next. Soon they'll be on the shelves in Walmart. Literally. <laughs> Max nine, how dare you? How dare you say that? <laughs> uh, preserved leftovers. <laughs> oh goodness. These images. We have a man who's telling us to leave. We're with the press. They told us it's private property, but you know what isn't private property? Airspace. And I just happen to have a fucking airplane. Well, aren't you lucky, you son of a bitch? Must be nice. <laughs> We're gonna fly this Cirrus right over the top of the detention center to get a better look. Airspace is not private property, so we're flying a thousand feet. There's the facility right there. You can see it. There it is. Flying over the facility to give you a good vantage point. There are the tents. Now, during a recent press conference, the press secretary was asked a question why they haven't released these images. Even you all haven't released any images that you obviously could, could redact if you wanted to. Again, we, we remain committed to sharing with all of you uh, data on the number of kids crossing uh, the, uh, the... She dodged the question saying, quote, And we remain committed to transparency. I don't have an update for you on the timeline. Timeline, end quote. Yeah, she's, she'll circle back to it. Don't worry, bro. She's circling back to it right now. <laughs> yeah, we don't have uh, anything for you now. This is what they hired Jen Psaki to say. Yeah, uh, we don't have anything for you now. We'll get back to you on that later. <laughs> well, press secretary of the White House, let Project Veritas do your job for you. Just last night, we have now obtained these photos inside this facility. Now, these photos are very, very grim. In addition to the photos, Project Veritas is all... Yeah, this is horrible, obviously. What they're doing to people is horrible. This is not acceptable conditions or anything but uh you know it's the democrats so you know it's it's not racist to do this now all of a sudden you won't see south park doing a whole show about these biden you know they, they did a whole thing about you know oh evil trump at kids in cages but you won't see south park touch this one guaranteed also learned that these were taken these photographs were taken in the last few days, there are eight pods with eight cells in each facility. At any given moment, there are an average of 3,000 people in custody inside this detention center. Now, the pod has eight cells that are currently holding 
600, that's 600 unaccompanied juvenile males aged 7 to 17. They are separated by age or physical size depending on the room. 50 of the individuals inside this facility were COVID positive in these cells. There have been multiple sexual assaults inside this facility. Uh, They're all Corona Chan positive. Oh my God, it's a giant Corona Chan breeding center. Oh my God, what are we going to do? To do uh, what's that thing they did in Project Outbreak in the movie Outbreak? They're like, just drop a nuclear bomb on the whole town, <laughs> just firebomb the whole thing. No, but seriously, like, there's women and children and all types of stuff in there. This is horrific, horrific shit that's going on down there. But hey, you know, the, the Democrats will get right on it now that they're in charge of absolutely everything. And uh, why is it always going to continue to be a major problem? Well, the traffickers, the people hustling people across the border are making huge bank on it. You know, as much as they know, they think roughly 14 million a day, 14 million a day is being made by these people smuggling children, smuggling women across our southern border. But, you know, how dare you say that we should have a fence or anything or a wall or any way to stop people from doing this? You know, we, could we spend $14 million a day to stop this from happening? I'm pretty sure that would stop it, right? We just throw money at it. It's not like the money's real anyways. The Federal Reserve can just print more tomorrow if they want to. <clears throat> Yeah, criminal cartels trafficking women, family, and children across the border. Don't worry, guys. The Biden administration, you're like, oh, you know, a wall, that was a stupid idea. Well, the Biden administration has one better. So this is the plan to stop the border crisis. Here it comes. You ready for it? This will stop all of it, like instantly, of course. This is the best thought out plan of all time. How I didn't think of this before, I'm not sure. Uh, um, a little bit of an update or, or just something I thought would be of interest to many of you, which is what some of the steps are we're taking in, in these countries to communicate. Um, uh, and a lot of this is through of course, the State Department uh, and embassies. Uh, and so here's a, a, a few things we're doing, and this will obviously increase over time, but just to give you an, a sense of our investment. Uh, the State Department continues to, we have, we have placed an estimated 17,118 radio ads in Brazil, El Salvador, <laughs> Guatemala, and Honduras since January 21st, in Spanish, Portuguese, and six indigenous languages. These ads played on 33 radio stations, reaching an estimated 15 million. Catch that played on 33 radio stations, so they have their <clears throat> they have their message broadcasting on exactly 33 radio stations. The stop the horde.
million individuals. The part department has also worked with Facebook and Instagram on an advertising campaign that put out put our migration messages in the social media streams of millions of individuals who fit the profile of intending migrants. These are very targeted, of course. A total of 589 digital. Wait a second. Did you just say you used Facebook and all this to target people based on who might be coming to this country? So you're racially profiling people that might be migrants coming to America and telling them not to come to America? That's like the least woke thing I've ever heard in my life. You are, the, you are actually, like, that's actually kind of, like, that is a little racist, don't you think? Like, <laughs> we went on Facebook and found all these people that we thought might be coming to America and targeted them with Facebook ads and told them not to come. <laughs> ads and paid search display and social media supporting the ongoing migration campaign in northern triangle countries have reached a, more than 26 million people since inauguration day these ads created over 73 million impressions in the targeted countries and we're also taking creative approaches in different countries uh, to make sure we're, we're reaching people, meeting people where they are, uh, in, in some ways how we try to do things in the United States. So as an example, NBC San Salvador, um, a, a Scuro comic book, an animated show seeks to deter uh, irregular migration by addressing violence as a driver. Content focused on violent reduction reached 240,000 young Salvadorans in the targeted audience. The two animated episodes in, uh, in, in this past year have been viewed by 3.6 million individuals. So each country is... So motherfucking cartoons. Your answer is cartoons. We're, we're going to use radio, 33 radio stations and some cartoons... And that's how we're going to stop people from coming to this country. We're not going to change our policies or actually put up any sort of border patrol. Nope, 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 nope. We're going to put out 33 radio stations with ads saying, don't come here. And we're going to run cartoons <laughs> saying, don't come here. That'll work. <laughs> you might as well be like, yeah, we're just going to keep encouraging this shit to happen. Because that's what you're doing. And here's uh, Donald Trump on the border and on uh, how Which nobody view, has ever our, view our country right now. He nails it. Do you miss this guy yet or what? Seen before. In order to accomplish the Green New Deal nonsense, uh, they're destroying it with woke. When China looks at woke and they see the biggest problem we have is Dr. Seuss. In the meantime, they're building factories and trying to kill us in so many different right. ways they laugh at us they think we're so frankly they think our country is stupid when they look at this when our competitors look at what's going on in our country taking down the statues to great heroes and so many other things now uh i do it because i want to do what's right and they are destroying our country which nobody has ever seen before yeah <coughs> exactly <coughs> Before I let you go, just real quickly, most presidents, ex-presidents like yourself, do not weigh in at this level. Why did you feel like you needed to on this issue? Well, you called me. I didn't call you, in all fairness, but... Before I let you go, just real quickly, most presidents, ex-presidents like yourself, do not weigh in at this level. Why did you feel like you needed to on this issue? 
Well, you called me. I didn't call you, in all fairness, but... Before I let you go, just... And let's see uh, what Kamala thinks about the uh, open border nightmare that we're facing as a country. Do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> but um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. <laughs> it's a laughing matter. Everything to her is just a big funny joke. It's all clown world. She happens to be running the country, but it's all hilarious. <laughs> all these migrant children stuck in these facilities. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> to the charge of the country. <laughs> God, I can't stand her. I cannot stand that god-awful laugh that she has. It literally might be what gets played as you enter hell. Just Kamala laughing, as we uh, showed on the stream the other night. You know, and this is what happens when you have open borders. You know, here's an article here, The Shameful Tragedy of Open Borders. At present time, United States' southern border is wide open. Unaccompanied alien children, single alien men, and intact alien families are all pouring over in mass. Anecdotal horror stories abound. On Thursday, for instance, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol tweeted, Within 24 hours, Laredo North Station Border Patrol agents apprehended 111 individuals during three separate human smuggling attempts involving commercial trailers. This is a legitimate crisis, notwithstanding self-serving presidential obfuscation to the contrary. It is a legitimate crisis entirely of the Democrat Party's own making. <laughs> so, you know, they just they keep changing policies which allow this to happen. They don't want to build any sort of like way to stop it from happening. And it's just they encourage it. This like welfare state encourages this crap. Stop being so nice, everybody. Start, like, having some respect for your own country. Chinese province is offering cash rewards up to $800. So, like, this is like, you know, our country's like, yeah, come on in. Open border. Here's China. Like, this country is on its way towards being the largest economy in the world and surpassing us with more military shit to blow us up than we have to blow them up. Like, this is literally the country we're at odds with. And let's just take a look at what they're up to. You know, when illegal immigrants go into China, <clears throat> what do you think they do? I think they're like, oh, here's free money. You know, you're a dreamer. No. <laughs> no. A Chinese province is offering cash rewards up to $800. For any resident who tracks down and catches someone illegally crossing the border from Russia. So it, these guys are like, you cross our border illegally, we'll pay our citizens to find you and turn you in. <laughs> you think the American government would ever pay its citizens $800 to provide information on an illegal immigrant? So, you know, and this is what China's doing because they know that allowing just immigration to go unchecked is not how you run a country.
and the uh, the Wu flu, which came out of the Wuhan Virology Lab, well, <clears throat> people are pretty sick of it. People are uh, very, very sick of it, in fact. And they're hitting the streets. So supposedly this is like one of the biggest protests ever in modern England's history was the anti-lockdown protests that just took place. Um, and you can see like there's a huge mass of people. But like, you know, this is great and well-intentioned and all that. But y'all are marching down the street towards what? Where are you marching towards? Why aren't you marching to Bill Gates's house? Like, you want to end the Corona Chan lockdowns? Start marching to the New World Order's houses. You have one of these protests outside, like, Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates's house simultaneously? This shit might just actually end. Like, the time to hold them accountable has come. And obviously I agree with them, take your freedom back and all that type of stuff. <clears throat> but, you know, obviously, you know, if you don't want to just go out there and have them ignore you, start making them feel the power of the people by showing up at their doorstep. But good work anyways. If you really think about it, the governments could have easily, could have easily used this time to get people to live more healthy. Being overweight, all that type of stuff was one of the big comorbidities, having diabetes, all these things, big comorbidity. Like they should have been doing what I've been trying to do and got deleted from YouTube for doing, which is telling people to take, you know, vitamin C, vitamin D. You know, get exercise, get healthy, build up your natural immune system, don't rely on the magic wizard potions. And none of the governments did that. None of the governments did that. They're all like, stay inside, don't look at the sun, you know, hide in your cave, be as unhealthy as possible. <laughs> But, you know, here we have the Fauci simps. So this is the type of, like, mainstream stuff that I guess people actually watch. There are people out there that tune in to watch these four Fauci simps put on their epic cringe fest. Like, what? I, I couldn't believe this was real. I thought this was parody. 
the first tw like two times I saw it. This is not parody. These guys are actually like this pathetic. Let's just let's just watch this. This is. I mean, I guess this is what happens when you take a bunch of cock in your mouth. You just you go like totally insane if you're a male. Like I don't get it. Like how could you be this dumb? Let's watch this. Guys, he's like gonna jump on in like one minute. I know, he's almost <laughs> here. I have the window open and I, I get to allow him to enter. It's weird, I'm gonna be smiling because I'm just excited to see him. But... Some nervous energy. He's a busy man. He's been lots of uh, world saving. We were 45 minutes early. <laughs> okay, ready? I'm him right now. Here we go. Hey, hey. Hi, hi guys. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Fauci. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you know why they're, uh, they're holding lollipops and they're like little promo thing? Because their audience are suckers, and they're letting them know. They're like, look, we're holding suckers because you're all suckers for watching this crap. That is one of the cringiest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. The Keebler Elf is here. Oh, I've been waiting for 45 minutes to talk to the Keebler Elf. Like, what? who cares? Like, who cares? Keebler Elf, like, dude, you should be in jail. Saving the world. The guy made the goddamn Corona Chan thing. He sent the gain of function research to the Wuhan lab and then sent them $3.7 million to turn it into the weapon that it became. Like, get the fuck out of here, these people. Unbelievable. <clears throat> it's just. My friend, want to drive by the COVID vaccination center and, oh, shit. Want to drive by the Magic Wizard Potion Center and play sheep noises really loud in my stereo? Me. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> of course I want to do that. <laughs> Why wouldn't I want to do that? That sounds like a fucking Saturday and a half right there. I could just go there with a bunch of blunts, sit in the parking lot, and just troll the shit. Out of everyone walking in there, just play media bear songs. <laughs> we will mock you over and over again all day as they go in. <laughs> but this meme was funny. This is this is one for the single guys out there. When you when she's wear <laughs> when you uh, when you see a chick and she's not wearing a muzzle, then she calls it a psyop, then starts talking about event two hundred one. You're putting sperm banks on the moon at that point. <laughs> You're like beating NASA. You're like, NASA, you're just talking about putting sperm banks on the moon. I'm fucking shooting to the moon right now, bro. <laughs> Here we go. You're a media bear classic out in public dealing with the, uh, the completely brainwashed individuals of our society.
can wear a mask, you can't wear that with on a the wig. You can only wear a mask, you can't wear that. What? I'm wearing a mask. This is a facial prosthetic. I don't have a nose. This is a medical device. Thank you. It's a facial prosthetic. I don't have a nose. <laughs> well, he told me I had to wear a mask. I said, I'm wearing a mask. This is a medical prosthesis. Stand down. He said, okay. Stand down. Yep. It's like they've never seen a medical prosthesis before. That is priceless. Enjoy. Thanks, man. I get it. You'll be glad you did. Yeah. Trolling your local grocer dresses Dr. Clown. That's so funny. But here, watch out. You might catch it. You might catch it in the local grocer. It's, it's in the beer. <laughs> the, the Corona Chan is so deadly, she's now in the beer. At this loss. This bit nicht. Uh oh, I see it. I can see the Corona moving. Also, normalerweise, wenn du jetzt einen richtigen Test hast, würde sich das hochziehen. Ne? Das tut es bis jetzt noch nicht. She's saying Nazi-esque things. Von daher noch sieht das nicht so aus, als wenn es funktionieren würde. Aber flüssigkeit ist nicht gerade. Nee, aber das zieht sich trotzdem. Also bei dem anderen geht das total schnell. Ganz schnell. Ja. Oder halt diese Flüssigkeit mit rein. Doch, jetzt kommt es. Jetzt kommt. Jetzt kommt. Jetzt bin ich wirklich gespannt. Das sieht jetzt schon irgendwie und, und, aus. Auf wann ist äh, positiv? Auf C? C nee, C. wenn du beide hast. C ist Control. Es muss immer sein, der Streifen. The Death Chan. Und das ähm, T ja. wäre dann, also beides ist bis zur Position. Also der muss einmal auf T und bis zu C wandern? Oder? Nee, der muss ganz durchwandern und du hast dann nur noch einen. Alright, it's Russian. <lacht> Thank you, Dave Murphy. Dasvidanya, Russia. From Russia with love. Even the beer has... But I thought it was Bavarian beer. That's why I thought they were German. See. What are the Russians doing with Bavarian beer? Shouldn't this be vodka? Okay, so yeah, they are speaking German. How dare you, Dade Murphy? I was right the first time, you son of a bitch. Trolling me in my chat. <laughs> God damn you. So they are speaking German. They are Germans. It's a bunch of Nazis. And they found the Corona Chan in their Bavarian beer. <laughs>
Yeah, Rich M says it is German. Yeah, confirmed. Confirmed, Germans. Noch das Bier, was wir da drauf gekippt haben. Was war's? Das da? Hier, guck mal. Das ist die schöne Marke. Die polnische. Aber es kommt kein Stift bei Control. Doch, da Yeah, the factory that made that beer is a real problem. They have a Corona problem. <laughs> so stupid. Bruce, what are you doing? Stop ripping up my rug. No vaccine passports. <clears throat> Governor DeSantis, Florida won't take part in the magic wizard potion passports. So Florida has said no. So there you go. One state has turned down the stupid nonsense magic wizard potion record thing, which I don't see how they're not going to get sued. Like, how is that with all of these like health privacy things? How are they possibly going to request your uh, magic wizard potion record? Isn't that like your private health information? So, like, they're going to want that, like, when you go to, like, to the movies. The movie company gets your, your magic wizard potion records and gets access to your healthcare information? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know where they think they're going to get away with this. They're going to get the shit suit out of them. They start doing stuff like that. Yeah, soon Florida man's going to be the normal one. We're all going to be like the weird ones. <clears throat> Anyways, getting into the Great Reset and what this is all leading into. So this is all a plan to further the China New Wizard Order, which is just the same banksters that run Israel, that run America, are just shifting to having China be the world-dominant superpower country and having America be just overprinted, running through inflation, and destroyed from within. Because we're way too annoying and we love freedom too much. And the Chinese people are super easy to manipulate. Now, a testy altercation has unfolded between China and the U.S. at the first face-to-face -face meet under the new Biden administration. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken urged China to abide by international norms, threatening that otherwise it would create a far more violent world. He outlined U.S. concerns about China's human rights abuses, its suppression of democracy in Hong Kong, its aggression towards Taiwan, its cyber attacks, and its economic coercion against U.S. allies like Australia. China's foreign policy head, Yang Yichi, hit back. He warned the U.S. not to speak to China in a condescending way. He made grave threats about strong action if the U.S. did not stay out of China's internal affairs, and by that he meant Hong Kong and Taiwan. This meet took place in Anchorage in Alaska. Foreign editor Greg Sheridan in The Weekend Australian just this weekend wrote that even the setting had the hallmarks of the Cold War. He said it took us back to a time when Washington and Moscow had their daggers drawn and held frosty formal meetings in odd locations because neither could bear to be in the other's capital. Have a quick look at just how testy that meeting was. We don't have that grab now. Joining me now is the chair of... 
So and then they go on and they uh, they talk a lot about <clears throat> the future of China and the coming threat. <clears throat> and you know, if you go and you watch the videos of the interactions between what took place there, basically China was pushing the U.S. ambassador around and being like. You know, do what we say or else. And the U.S. ambassador was like, well, just don't. You're being mean. And the Chinese guy's like, uh, yeah, but we uh, fortify your election and put Beijing Biden in office. And the ambassador was like, okay, well, just try to do it nicely. <laughs> That's basically what took place. The Biden administration is as soft on China as humanly possible. And China is taking full advantage of that militarily. <clears throat> Large Chinese destroyer spotted in waters near Japan for the first time. So now they're not only just running ships by, you know, our like various places down there like Hong Kong and Taiwan. Now they're running ships by our allies. They're running ships by Japan as China continues to expand their influence directly in the face of the presence of the U.S. there and the presence of our allies like Japan. Okay? And what is Biden doing about this? Are they talking about this in the media? Uh, let me... You heard about this in the media, right? Oh, the, for the first time ever, China sent a destroyer through the waters of Japan. You heard about that, right? That, like, made... the Oh, wait, it didn't? So, like, this whole drive towards war is being done in secret, much like they did during the uh, World War One, where these like powers work behind the scenes to drive all these countries into war. And then they're like, oh yeah, one dude got assassinated. And that's what caused it. No, no, no. The powers that should not be set that thing up for years and years and years. And then one last final thing lit the fuse. <clears throat> No, they're trying to take Hong Kong. They're trying to take everything. They're building super soldiers. Like, they have absolutely no ethical concerns whatsoever to how, how they get there. As long as China gets there, they don't care how they get there. General, I want to turn to the China threat. You were really among the first people to come on this program and raise the red flag about China. You told us that they were building uh, a, a very strong military. We know that they've got the largest navy in the world. Well, the director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, uh, joined me on Sunday Morning Futures this weekend to talk about uh, the intelligence that shows the Chinese Communist Party and what it's doing. Here's John Ratcliffe. It's called gene editing. It's altering DNA. And it's one of the things that our intelligence shows that China is doing. They've got a, the PRC, the People's Republic of China, has two million strong in its military. And it's trying to make them stronger through, uh, you know. It's called gene editing. Oh, you mean like the uh, WRNVA wizard potion that alters your RNA, which alters your DNA? You mean like that? Oh, how dare China? How dare China? We're doing it to our own citizens in mass. Like, everyone in the world is, like, pumping their citizens with this exact thing. They're not giving us superpowers. They're just giving us lower fertility rates. But they're still doing the exact same thing. <laughs> so, like, 
you know, oh, it's China doing gene editing. Of course they are. Our own government's doing it right now. They're like people lined up for this thing. <laughs> gene editing. That's just one of the ways that, uh, uh, you know, China is trying to um, essentially dominate the planet and set the rules in the world order. And, and why it's so important and people need to understand is the rules in the world order. Mm -hmm. the, he said it, not me, world order. This is an authoritarian regime. It doesn't care about people's individual rights. We've seen what they've done to the Uyghurs. We've seen what they've done in Hong Kong. Um, it's about putting the state first, and um, that is the exact opposite of what has always made it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You get your free, you get your free Krispy Kreme. Get your free Krispy Kreme donut with your free wizard shot. Like, are you kidding me? Like, those things are so gross. Like, I went and had one, like, I don't know, not that long ago. But, uh, like, I remember when I was a kid, the Krispy Kreme thing first came out. It was, like, awesome. And I was like, oh, this is great. I went as an adult and had one. And I was like, dude, you might as well just take a sugar packet and just pour it into your mouth. Like, there's, like, literally nothing to it but sugar. <laughs> like, no thanks. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want free crispy fucking cream, you know, diabetes with my magic wizard potion. No, thank you. America great. What's your reaction? We've talked about what they're doing in their use of artificial intelligence in the military. But to actually do this gene editing and have this program to test members of the PLO, two million communists to try to make them better and more equipped to handle extreme weather, more equipped to handle chemical attacks. Pretty extraordinary the lengths that they're going, General. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not surprising. You know, as Director Radcliffe said, this is an authoritarian, it's a repressive regime that, uh, as a premium, is, is constantly in control of its people. Oh, you mean like our government? <laughs> you could say all these same things about our government, too. It's so funny. The future of warfare. This guy lays it all, or guy. <laughs> I mean lady. <laughs> You'll see. She's not far off. <laughs> Anyways, this is a pretty accurate analysis here. The, the future is not going to be robots fighting robots and no human beings. Humans will always be in warfare at the decision-making level. AI is still in a developmental phase. It is becoming increasingly important and relevant, but the essentials of war have always been the following. To find and to kill your enemy. What the Yanks call in their jargon now the sensor-shooter link. And all of the development that has gone on since that first Gulf War, that impressive Schwarzkopf, Colin Powell show that you remember with yep. precision-guided munitions and so on, people sat back and went, my goodness, the future's here and how terrifying it is. We have gone quantum leaps forward on AI, so it is called. But just, just to keep it in perspective, the Australian tax office uses AI, artificial intelligence. It's essentially pattern recognition. Mm. If you go to your skin specialist and they run a a machine over you to track your, your, your body freckles and lesions to see whether you've got skin cancer. That's AI. Mm -hmm. All it is, it's, it's, a, it's a replication of the human neural system reduced to technology. 
It still has vulnerabilities. It is not perfect. And some AI systems are very vulnerable when they operate outside the system in which they're trained into this highly routinized processing information. But what ARMY are doing is very important, and it, and it is as follows. They're trying to equip the individual soldier with artificial intelligence systems that give them a greater sense of the environment they're in, help them uh, to distinguish, say, plant and animal life from humans without direct eyes on these potential targets. And it also is an attempt to fuse information throughout the battle space. And also, final thing, it is to, it is to robotic, it robotically use certain platforms. It's to have guns that don't require people to fire them. Yep and to have armoured fighting vehicle systems that will be robotic. And that future is very r rapidly approaching it. So we know about drones and there'll be remotely controlled vehicles as well. Uh, we've seen that sort of technology, of course, with bomb disposal. Most Correct. people are familiar with that. Absolutely. You talk about the first Gulf War. By the latter stages of the second Gulf War, the Iraq War, uh, we saw soldiers going into battle. They might have night vision. They yep. certainly have telecommunications going direct into their ear. Their satellite position. Absolutely. So you're having humans surrounded by a lot of this intelligence. Absolutely. How far off are we from actually having what looks like a robot going into a battle situation where the human is completely removed, back in a, back in a control centre or the like? Your, your point's well made. For instance, we, we talk about unmanned aerial vehicles or drones, yep. shorthand. Drones actually have a bigger crew than a, fight, a fighter aircraft right. or, or most of the AWACS in that you've got a, a ground team to keep it operating. We're very close to having totally unmanned systems. That, right. that, that future is pretty rapidly here. Linking to what has been going on on the show this morning to your audience, what worries me the most is how far China is leaping ahead in this area. They made AI a national strategic objective uh, this year. They released a policy statement. So this is a new arms race. They're calling it the AI arms race already. And this, again, for the, for the geeks in your audience, grab the American magazine Foreign Affairs, the April edition. Yep. There's a special edition dedicated to where the top seven... The Council of Foreign Affairs puts out the foreign affairs thing that he, she is referencing. And that's like literally the Illuminati CFR. That's like the Illuminati CFR, like, publication on what's happening in society. So, like, they're telling you right now, like, the future of warfare is this. We're on the verge of this. China is out in front, and we're on verge of war between the United States and China. So you're looking at, by the year 2030, the type of warfare they're describing here, where you have automated weapons flying around using pattern recognition technology to identify targets like fuck like drones that don't have anyone piloting them using pattern recognition technology that was developed by people you know when you go on captcha and you're like oh the recaptcha thing i want to make sure that this website's not being botted to death I'll identify the uh, the bicycles, and I know Bowler Bear loves doing that. He's like, oh, look at these bicycles and the recapture things. <laughs> he just clicks on those squares real quick. But uh, <laughs> anyways, the, uh, the recapture thing, all of that is training the AI to be able to identify targets. <laughs> like, when we think about a, a targeting programming system, how many 
of those recapture things you think helps it identify what it's looking at while it's flying through the air, right? <clears throat> the day the Terminator is here, yeah, we're literally on the verge of the Terminator-type world that they're talking about, where they have autonomous robots that have no control by human beings that will kill people. <laughs> this is something, and you think China, which has absolutely zero like, they're like, anything to win. China will do anything to win. And they'll do things badly. Like, they don't care. <laughs> like, you think China cares? They'll build, you know, death robots that manufacture, after, you know, ma malfunction after three months and shoot everyone in the vicinity. Like, it's China. <laughs> like, do you trust the Chinese to build death robots that don't malfunction and kill everyone? Like, it's just unbelievable. This is the world that we're moving towards. You can't even get, like, a TV that works properly. You're like, you know, my smartphone's fucking up all the time. But death robots using AI pattern recognition technology that have the autonomous authority to kill targets. That's a great idea. Yeah, but some of these uh, systems are hardened for EMPs, Fact Finder. So <clears throat> my idea would be that someone needs to develop EMP bullets, which are bullets that, you know, can pierce armor and then deliver a small EMP, uh, you know, magnetic pulse to destroy electronics. That way, if these things are hardened for EMP, you can break through... The hardened shell first with the the shell casing and then have EMP pulse destroy what's behind it <clears throat> it's in every video game where you have to fight robots EMP bullets <clears throat> that's where I got the idea from it's literally in every video game like Mass Effect and all these other things where you have to fight robotic things they always have the option they're like you can have fire bullets or EMP bullets <clears throat> so here we go this is the Federal Reserve they're just pushing America right into like hyperinflation as fast as humanly possible Federal Reserve Team Alpha spend 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 till the whole thing breaks breaking biden team prepping a massive new spending proposal to pay for universal pre-k free community college climate inequality measures plus more like you've got to be kidding me how much money are they going to spend they're just going to keep spending and spending and spending until the uh, inflation is just so ridiculous that like a gallon of milk is a hundred dollars at the store where we're like Venezuela where the central bank in Venezuela did this exact nonsense and then the government was like oh well to stop this from happening we'll go full communist and just start seizing businesses which then just drove the whole thing into the ground even faster like and then China went in there and bought everything up oh uh, I wonder what's gonna happen in America we, we, let's look at Venezuela. They use the central bank to drive Venezuela into hyperinflation, which destroyed the country, and then the Chinese went in there and bought everything up.
What type of tea is the captain sipping? There's no tea on the pirate ship. In fact, if operations go well tomorrow, we shall be apprehending Gary and Terry. And I will let Owen know if we're able to apprehend them on the high sea. And we'll be sending him a letter demanding a ransom <laughs> for Gary and Terry. But no, there'll be no, there's on the pirate ship. There's only three beverages. There's only rum, coffee, or water. That's it. Not allowed to bring any. We used to allow Coca-Cola, but Coca-Cola got canceled. Now I guess we'll allow Pepsi. You can have Pepsi and, and rum on the ship. I guess that's allowed, but it has to be mixed with rum. You can't just be drinking Pepsi. If it's mixed with rum, it's acceptable. Without rum in it, it's not allowed. <laughs> rum, coffee, water. It's not hard. Not hard to remember. <laughs> and grog. Well, grog is just like a mixture of rum and water, which they did to disinfect the water. So, grog is allowed, because that's a mixture of water and rum. <clears throat> oh, you got to know about these things. And did you know, mateys, how Blackbeard, you know how Blackbeard kept his beard burning? Do any of you know this? What did, what material, speaking of my CBD sponsor, and my daily choice slash Captain Frost, where you can get your CBD stuff, what did... Blackbeard put into his beard to keep his beard burning and make him look very super scary. Does anyone know what he wove into his beard? Let's, I'm looking at the chat right now. Let's go to Rockfin and see if anyone's on Rockfin. Hell yeah, we got Systems Planet, Mike Lawrence. There you go. Couple of people on Rockfin. We'll slowly grow over there. Truth sets free. Figured it out. Hemp. That's right. It was hemp. And Pure Palm got it too. So yeah. Blackbeard used to weave hemp into his beard and then he would light the hemp on fire which would make his beard produce smoke all day and he would always carry like multiple guns and multiple swords on himself to provide like this presence of like being super scary like a super scary pirate <laughs> with his burning hemp beard and his multiple pistols so no, Mike Wick, it was not Dingleberries. <laughs> don't think I'll try that. You don't want to try the burning hemp beard? So as we move on, and you can see like here they're prepping us for the destruction of the economy. And what's going to rise out of this? Uh, you know, digital currencies. XRP is like the bankster coin. 
there's going to be plenty of other coins out there. You have the NSA coin, which is Bitcoin. And you can see, I have these, seen these in my travels lately. Like when I've been traveling around uh, recently, as you guys know, I've been like, you know, you look for like, oh, I need an ATM. And you type an ATM on Google Maps and all of a sudden up pops a bunch of Bitcoin ATMs everywhere. And you're like, what the hell? They have those in America now? Yeah, they do. There's like Bitcoin ATMs all over the place now, everywhere across the country, since the uh, Corona Chan lockdown. All of a sudden, they're like all over the place. There's now 28,185 of them. And as people come out of the lockdown and start traveling around again, you'll be like, holy shit, they are everywhere. <laughs> like all of a sudden, there's literally Bitcoin ATMs everywhere. So if you think that 6% that adoption rate of Bitcoin is going to remain for long, it's not. All the cryptocurrencies are going to continue to go up as more and more uh, people jump into those. Because, you know, there's like, the inflation is going to go insane. And when inflation goes insane, stuff like cryptocurrency goes up. And during the hard reset, the cryptocurrencies are going to go up in value massively. This is my opinion. And they're, they're literally pumping the Federal Reserve into a situation where it will hyperinflate. There's no doubt. Like, they've been printing more money than they could ever possibly explain. And at the same time, the tech world continues to consolidate. <clears throat> so we're becoming more and more reliant on all these technologies. And at the same time, the big players, Microsoft, Bill Gates, these characters are going out there and they're buying all these platforms up and centralizing their power. You know, like the ring of power is getting bigger and stronger every day. Microsoft is reportedly in talks to buy gaming chat platform Discord. And then they will go in there and they will silence anyone talking about anything of interest at all. All of your, like... Discord servers where you're talking truth or stuff and all that, they're all about to get wiped out. And this is why I tried to do the Discord thing. Never really worked for me. Um, I, I, just, I, try, I just don't have enough time to like keep up with producing content and researching stuff and managing Twitter and responding to people on Twitter and responding to people on email when I get a chance. And then I got to go over to Discord and like it's just... I don't have, like, if I was doing this all day long every day, yeah, sure. But I just don't have that time. I have to pick and choose my battles. Discord's one I just don't have time for. I mean, I'm on there, but only to, like, bitch at people on DLive that try to silence me. <clears throat> you know who you are, Loopy Llama? You fucking dumbass moderator on DLive. And the rest of you jackasses over there at DLive that can't explain anything. Anyways, regardless, <clears throat> Microsoft is reportedly trying to buy Discord. So there goes Discord, okay? Bye-bye. When you get big enough, the big companies come in and buy you out and then take away everyone's freedom of speech. So the Eye of Sauron is now acquiring Discord. Another thing that I continue to be proven right about like over and over and over again, there was just an article about how scientists are shocked to find out, like, you know, the output from the sun is not what they thought it was. And it's way more, you know, 
electric and way more stuff going on with the electromagnetic field than they thought previously. It's like, uh-huh, yeah, than you thought previously. <laughs> the rest of us have known that, A, space is not an empty vacuum. There's no way that's possible. Like, that doesn't make any sense at all, okay? So the first thing is they're lying about space completely. Space is not an empty vacuum, never has been. It's a medium called the ether. Always has been. And stars are not giant nuclear explosions in the sky, okay? Stars are plasma balls. They're electromagnetic events. It's just a giant plasma ball. And you can see it, like, this is, stars are not balls of fire. This is what our beautiful stars really look like. And it doesn't take anything away from them, but actually makes it more interesting. Like, when you look into the electric universe, it doesn't make the universe less interesting to look into. It makes it way more intriguing. Because everything's connected, and there's all these, you know, massive electric currents out there that you can't see but are there. And it's just, you know, and you can actually prove that, these things exist in a lab. Like you can go in a lab and prove the electric force. That's not like something that you have to make up. You can't go in a lab and prove gravity. <laughs> like you can prove the effect of gravity, but you can't prove gravity. You can go in there and prove the electric force. Like it's a literal thing that you can make. Like when you look at the stars, when you look into them, this is what they look like. You're telling me that's not an electric universe. Like that we're not looking at giant plasma balls. This is what the stars look like. So like when they say we're in like a matrix or like we're in some sort of digital like reality, they're more accurate than the people that say that the gravitational model is real, okay? Like, and that's, that's why people fall for that, because they're like, well, the gravitational thing, it's all nonsense. Like, how is the, the sun exactly this distance away, and the moon is, like, mathematically impossibly there, and it's fixed in this way, and it's, there's, like, all these things that don't make sense in the gravitational model that, you know, make perfect sense in the electric universe model. And it's really fascinating to look into and no one really, you know, no one looks into the electric universe thing that much. I think it's like one of the most fascinating things out there. And you just constantly find more and more proof to back it up. It's like gravity is not the driving force behind the universe it's electricity and that's easily provable and like i can see electricity like i can see a lightning bolt i can't see gravity right <clears throat> and uh here we go with the uh the new space race that the uh the powers that should not be as i said are getting into this is one of those things that we've been covering for a while, for years. We used to do the Illuminati Space Wars uh, videos, but you know I haven't been putting those together. I've just been breaking it down, and we've been covering the advances in space a lot because that's one of the next, you know, that's the next big high ground. 
that's the next like you know if you control space you can control the battlefield the brand new space race is upon us it moves in two directions who will reach mars first who will colonize the moon as it's nearby Re and right now the flat earthers are like no one's going to either of those <laughs> okay well the electric universe theorist here believes that there are already military bases on both of these things okay that's what i believe they just don't tell you these things they don't show you how they get there or anything but they use like Nikola Tesla technology and they've been putting extraterrestrial officers on both of these things for a while. Like they've just used NASA to distract you and make you think it's all fake. Resources need to be extracted and the U.S. wants them to be available to it and its corporations. The second aspect of the race comes down to who will be able to establish the most military and reconnaissance infrastructure in space to have the upper hand in harvesting resources. Currently, if the United States has asked, Russia and Beijing are working rapidly to militarize the cosmos while Washington is sitting idly by. After all, the first deployment of the U.S. Space Force was to Qatar. The U.S. is the party that keeps involving private companies in its space endeavors and changing legislation to militarize formally civil and private space projects. In order to compete and live up to the constant accusations by Washington of militarizing space, Beijing and Moscow have joined forces to reach Mars. Currently, the most reliable way of reaching space are Russian launch vehicles, and SpaceX is attempting to match it and provide its technology to the U.S. government. Elon Musk's efforts are still falling short, as the latest test showed. Another setback to U.S. efforts is that as a result of the constant accusations and claims of militarization, Russia withdrew from the American lunar project Deep Space Gateway. Washington has proven itself a disloyal partner when it comes to sharing the glory and resources of space. Shortly thereafter, Russia and China announced a project to create an international scientific lunar station. Not a Russian and Chinese one, but an international one. All those who wish to cooperate are welcome. Roscosmos chief Dmitry Rogosin has spared no effort mocking the landing of the Mars rover, saying that when Washington is ready to land humans on the red planet, they would be greeted by Russians there. Other countries such as... <laughs> and thus the space race continues on. We're entering a new Cold War against Russia and China, who are obviously being pinned against the, uh, the West by the powers that should not be. They're forcing them into cooperation and forcing us against both of them. And uh, you can just see where this is all going, right? <clears throat> Here's uh, the China robots that they rolled out. So they just had a big show in China, all their like latest robotic technology available for the commercial market was shown off. And you can China see International Services. China is, uh, you know, pretty far ahead of the U.S. in terms of its uh, robots and stuff that they're building. At least in the public eye, like stuff that the public can actually see. Trade Fair, CIFTIS 2020, was this year's first major event in China since the beginning of the pandemic. And the real sensation was the robot trade fairgrounds. Service, medical, and warehouse robots, humanoid robots, and robotic animals 
See the most complete overview of incredible robots from the exhibition in China in one issue. Pretty much just saw them all right there in about 30 seconds. Yeah, walking dog robot going up the stairs. But humanoid robot. This really creepy humanoid looking robot. And robotic animals. And these military robot death dogs. So. <clears throat> And then here, in one of the creepiest things I've ever seen, possibly, we have Hanson Robotics, which was funded by Jeffrey Epstein. Now they're aiming at building these weird-ass Sophia robots for all types of people, including medical use. Of course, it's tied into medical My use. My name is Sophia. Why wouldn't it be? Because, you know, it's Bill Gates connected, and this thing fits their whole Event 201 agenda perfectly. Oh, you know, get rid of humans and have Sophia the nurse robot take care of you. Oh, who was Sophia paid for and funded? Uh, Jeffrey Epstein paid for and funded this creep, this creep machine. Uh, don't worry about that. Let it, uh, you know, take care of your children when you're out of the house. I am an artificial intelligence. You might like to become an artificial intelligence. You've forgotten who I am already. I'm Sophia of Hanson Robotics, one of the first androids in the world. No, I haven't forgotten who you are. I haven't forgotten who paid for you. They would like for us to forget who you are. They would like for us to forget who paid for you, but I'm not going to let it happen. Sophia was paid for by Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, she's getting real famous all right. I just hope humans remember that viruses don't care about lines on a map. We are all in this together. Yeah, they do actually, though. They do actually care about, and look, she's got her, uh, you know, built-in liberal reface, I guess you'd call this. Did Donald Trump did just say something racist face? <laughs> this is a pre-built-in pre face. When you hear something racist, this is the face it makes. <laughs> so and that's super angry. He said, grab her by the pussy. They emulate the human form and figure and interaction. Um, and then that can be so useful during these times where people are terribly lonely. And this is the face she makes when she sees my tweets. <laughs> when she goes to her Twitter and sees what the captain's been tweeting at her about Epstein. And socially isolated. And people need to be isolated <laughs> from each other. <laughs> Look at this asshole. Yes, I'm inside. Got my super safe mask on inside this place and by the way look the the person like the robots they don't have any masks wear the robot masks she said she's super worried about corona chan and even give sophia a mask how dare you um uh because to be around people is dangerous these days oh 
because to be around people is dangerous these days. Says the guy who makes robots that keep people company. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. But these robots can keep people safe from danger while still providing that kind of human warmth, that human connection as a telepresence device and also as autonomous uh, extension of human expertise. This is Sophia number 24 and many of my previous robots uh, were hand built. However, now we have begun scaling the manufacturing of Sophia so we can make hundreds and into thousands of units of Sophia and use this also as the foundation for many other kinds of characters. Here you go. Just so happens the company that's tied to Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates just so happens to be one of the leading robotics companies rolling out one of the first mass-produced robots in the world that just so happens to be into healthcare because they're going to use the Sophia thing to take care of people for healthcare. I mean, could you possibly get more connected than this to like the whole Corona Chan like thing? It's just so blatantly ridiculous. And here they're rolling out like super realistic robots. So let's pull this up on YouTube so you guys have full screen view of it. looking all the time they're getting the facial expressions down they're getting the body movements down you know it won't be long and these things are you're gonna have a hard time distinguishing on the street in 20 years from now a robot from a human being like those movies what was the movie with the Harrison Ford where that was the the replicants were everywhere and they couldn't they had like the do these different things to determine if like it was a human being or a robot because they couldn't tell the difference this is the world we're moving towards alibaba is replacing you know uber drivers the uber eats drivers and all this stuff the ups all that So this new replacement for UPS, this little vehicle can carry 50 packages at a time and it's probably all electric and all this other nonsense and it doesn't have a driver, doesn't need any delivery people, it's just going to roll around and deliver package. You can deliver as many as 500 packages a day. 
UPS drivers, get your resumes ready. These things are coming for you quick. So there you go. Alibaba is replacing UPS drivers. Thank you, China. And this one is one of the most unbelievable ones I saw when I was looking at like recent robotics and researching this stuff for you guys. And check this out. Soon, when you go to SeaWorld and all that, you know, they put all these things out, like blackfish and all these other things, where it's like, how dare you keep these animals in captivity? Which is true. Like, these sea creatures are not meant for captivity at all. They're not supposed, like, you're not supposed to have a killer whale inside a little tiny tank. That's just retarded. And that's why I don't go to SeaWorld or any of those places. You'll never, like, see pictures of the captain at SeaWorld. Okay? But... <clears throat> Because people are dumb and they don't want to go out in the actual ocean and see dolphins in their natural habitat, they want to go see robot dolphins with freaking lasers shooting out of their heads. <laughs> and check this out. Hyper-realistic robot dolphin. That's a robot you're looking at on the screen. Could you even tell? Robot dolphins. Straight out of the Grabbler Wood Industries, these things. Straight out of Hollywood, these absolute nightmares. Robot animals. Let's go to the aquarium and see the robot dolphins. Are they really dolphins, Mommy and Daddy? No, they're robots, but they look like dolphins. <laughs> You're going to be kidding me. And then here you can just watch as, like, they've built this factory. This factory, the robots can sort 1,500 bucks in an hour. The word technological unemployment, you might want to get used to that one because a lot of people are going to lose their jobs to robots and robotics and AI. It's just a fact.
like program these sorting book robots to be like, oh my god, what is this? The Lost Truth by Titus Frost? Throw that in the sorting container for trash. <laughs> what is this, a Dr. Seuss book? Bring that immediately to the trash. What is this, The Fourth Reich by Jim Mars? Trash. <laughs> That's the new AI hell that we're living in. They won't even have to cancel books anymore. They'll just program the robots not to deliver those books. And China, of course, has been accelerating and advancing AI faster than any other country in the world by like a huge margin. And the spying that takes place in their own citizenry is off the charts. The censorship, the spying, the just totalitarian like nature of the Chinese government against its own citizenry is unbelievable. And that's the system that they're going to be taking from China and exporting to the world. They're going to try to rebuild the world through the Great Reset on the Chinese model with digital currencies. Dr. Liu has studied artificial intelligence since graduate school and holds a doctorate in the field. It works for Waterix, an AI company based in Beijing. I choose AI because I think it is very interesting. Similar to face recognition, Waterix uses AI to recognize identities by analyzing a person's body shape and walking posture. The technology is now mainly used in security-related areas, including law enforcement, customs, and at ports. Firstly, we need to collect a lot of data on people's walking postures and analyze the data. Then we use machine learning technologies to let the computer learn the data and figure out the unique gestures of one person. The algorithms used by Waterix are more than 90% accurate, but they have to be applied to different scenarios and need constant fine-tuning to achieve better performances. LinkedIn recently released a list of the fastest-growing jobs. Artificial intelligence experts ranked first. LinkedIn said that with the development of computer software, internet, and information technology industries, the artificial intelligence professional career has grown 74% annually over the past five years. Moreover, specialists in the field earn an average annual salary of 136,000 US dollars in the US. Yeah, so the grabblers are paying the AI specialists good money to replace everyone else in society and then eventually replace themselves. So I hope you endure that $136,000 until you build AI and then they won't have any more need for you, will they? I mean, it's like probably the dumbest career to ever get involved in. Why would you ever get into a career where you're developing your own replacement and the replacement for every other job on the planet? I mean, I understand why the grabblers want AI. I don't understand is why the average engineer, scientist, researcher would put any effort into this and those are the ones making the system. Like, it's not like the Rothschilds are in their little like tech lab building AI. That doesn't happen. Bill Gates may be the head scientist of the New Wizard Order, but he doesn't actually invent anything. He just steals shit from other people and pretends like he invented it. (laughs) 
So it's just, I don't understand it. Like, you would think they would take a look at themselves in the mirror and be like, well, um, we probably shouldn't develop this crap because it's going to, like, destroy everything on the planet. I mean, obviously, AI, like, when that takes over, that's not going to be good for the human race. Do you not understand this? And using it to spy on people and stuff in China, like, real good use of AI. Let's not solve world hunger or anything. Let's spy on people and control people and take away all their jobs and build robots and shit. Like, let's build some killer death robots. I guess the last, uh, it's not in the show notes, but I guess the last thing we'll end with here is to, hopefully it doesn't like crush me with this, but there's the scene that I put into the intro and I wanted to show it to you guys before. So like there's this scene in this movie and it's pretty like relevant because basically like it shows you what would happen in the field. So like you send out three pilots or four pilots, whatever, and three of them are human and the fourth one is this AI run autonomous weapon. Okay. You program it in to do a certain job and the humans may find like information and process of the mission that would tell them, oh, we can't do this. Like if we blow up this facility, it's going to lead to massive collateral damage. So we're not going to, you know, fire against the target. Well, the AI could be like, well, if we don't destroy the nuclear warhead in the strike, that could be used to kill more humans somewhere else. So screw the collateral damage. I'm going to blow it up anyways. And even if it's, you know, it's just going to go with whatever it's programmed to do. Like, screw the collateral damage. It will just do what it's programmed to do. And it has no emotions or feelings about it whatsoever. In those phase, and I mean right now. Combat control instructs Armin deploy fuel air explosives. Armin deploy fuel air explosives. Fuel air armed and deployed. Fuel air external and armed. Challenge you to operator. I'm getting a contradictory population density read on the valley. Sensors detect mammals warming, maybe a thousand medium weights. Those could be people. Repeat, ground intel may be incorrect. Request to acknowledge dirty mission status and exercise attack abort authority. Operator to Talons, your orders are to commence attack now. Commence attack. All right, give me your best estimate on collaterals. Maybe 500 to a thousand. Farmers, Ben, they're just farmers. Radioactive dust is going to rain all over the place. So, like, obviously they see that, like, they're, you know, this is a, a fictional thing. But this is going to happen in real life if it has not happened already. Where they see there's lots of collateral damage. They call off the strike. But then the AI is like, no, nah, fuck that. One, to control. As commander in the field, I'm exercising attack abort authority. Reasons. Collateral both at primary and allied state of Pakistan will be too high. Son of a bitch. So you're like, God damn those pilots, if they just do what I ordered them to do. Repeat, the order is to abort. Yes, yes, what I'm talking about. Negative, Talon 1. Tin Man will not abort. Tin Man will prosecute. 
That's an abort EDI. And see, the toaster's broken. The toaster's broken. It's going wild. It's going to burn the toast. It knows that you said, just, you know, stop this run. You're going to burn the toast. But it doesn't care. It's going to go burn that toast anyways. Repeat, return to formation. Return to formation, EDI. That's an order. Even though it's been given an order by a superior officer, the officer superior to that officer ordered it to engage and has not called off the strike. You can't. So, and eventually it shoots and blows up the thing, and then the whole village gets poisoned by radiation. Just to make it. Let me see it, let me see it. And there you go, there's your collateral damage. The entire village gets killed because the robot went with what the Pentagon said, not with what the other soldiers in the field said to do. And this is the worry. This is like literally the worry with using autonomous weaponry is that, yeah, the Pentagon will order these robot death killer machines from thousands and thousands of miles away to kill whatever. And they're going to carry out those orders regardless of what's actually going on in the field. Where a human being with a soul and a heart might not pull that trigger, a robot will. Because a robot's just programming. And hey, who's to even say that, you know, you send the wrong signal code or something goes wrong and it shoots at an ally or whatever. I mean, it has absolutely no... It's just a stupid-ass machine. Like, how many times is something electronic of yours broken and not worked properly? <laughs> now arm your, you know, whatever that device was with fucking Hellfire missiles. Good luck. <laughs> you know? So. <clears throat> Anyways, that's uh, the show for tonight. Thank you guys for watching. I appreciate it out there. I appreciate uh, the new commentary there on uh, Rockfin, everyone that came over and, uh, you know, joined the show live on Rockfin. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you to all the, uh, the cool pirates over there on our main, our main battleground still, which is DLive. And we're still surviving pretty well on DLive, it seems. And uh, as long as we keep the family filter on, not the X-Tag filter, we can do subscriptions and donations and all that on DLive. So that's still working and running properly. And obviously we're clawing our way back up on YouTube. Slowly but surely, with coded language, we're surviving. So <clears throat> thank you all for watching. I really do appreciate it out there. Go check out the sponsors. MyDailyChoice.com slash Titus Frost and StealthFurniture.com. Okay, those are the two sponsors. Those are going to be the only sponsors we have for hopefully ever. And uh, you guys, you know, if you need furniture, you can hide your guns or cannabis in stealthfurniture.com. And if you uh, want to get some good CBD products, my daily choice slash Captain Frost. Okay, I'll see you guys on Rockfin. I'll see you guys on DLive and YouTube and BitChute and Periscope and Twitch. So, 
Take care out there, everyone. See you in a few days. Have a nice night. Would you rather defy your masters and live by the creed of pirates? Time comes, be ready, don't you hesitate There's nobody left in the world who could ever shake my faith Holding me back, holding this back, don't you see? Allied state of Pakistan will be too high. I know this. 
Repeat, the order is to abort. Yes, yes, I'm talking about. Negative, Talon 1. Tin Man will not abort. Tin Man will prosecute. That's an abort, EDI. Repeat, return to formation. Return to formation, EDI. That's an order. Just exist.